is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. That's right, I'm Monty. He's the guy that cheats at virtual golf. This is the Monty Show. Uh, we've got virtual golf stories for you. Uh, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. There it is, you guys. It's right there on the screen. Do not hesitate. Do it now. I'm asking you to find $5 in your life right now. Venmo it to The Advocates. Advocates donations. Advocates donations. You know they are the best injury attorneys in the country. They are working with Heroes of Hope to provide Thanksgiving to those in our communities who are less fortunate. And there are so many people struggling right now. I'm asking you right now at 202 Pacific at 502 Eastern, take two minutes, get on Venmo and send the advocates $5 and say, Monty, Heroes, Monty, Thanksgiving, whatever you want to put in there at advocates donations. Let's do it right now. It can make a huge difference. Thanksgiving is a week from right now. You've still got time to help those less fortunate. Oh, by the way, were you in a car accident? Did you get hurt at work? Make sure you get to theadvocates.com, theadvocates.com, where you never pay a penny to talk to the best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. Hey, thank you so much for being here. I want to remind you, next week we are off for Thanksgiving. We'll be golfing in Hawaii and you won't. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, deal with it. Uh, we'll be uh, on the islands for uh, Thanksgiving next week, so we appreciate you guys um, enjoying the program this week. I hope you are well. I hope you are doing better than Michigan football because a lot of details today. Oh, by the way, coming up in about 40 minutes, a uh, brand new detail on the Pac-2. Will it be a P5 conference? We'll have that story for you, but let's start with Michigan football uh, because I think the question's very interesting today. How much trouble is Michigan football actually in? Well, you know, yesterday um, that we talked about the fact that U.S. integrity is now heavily involved in the Michigan football cheating scandal. And a lot of people said, oh, well, man, Matt Weiss was gambling. I told you on the show yesterday, I've spoken the sources today. I would slow your roll on that. I think it is a big leap if you are a Michigan fan, an Ohio State fan, anybody else. You don't have the evidence to leap to the idea that Matt Weiss was illegally gambling on Michigan computers. I don't, I would tell you right now, I would slow down in that notion until there is hard evidence because that is a serious crime and there needs to be serious evidence to back up that kind of allegation. Now, the thing that I thought was very interesting today was the fact that Connor Stallions, according to ABC TV in Detroit, has never filed an extent uh, an expense report, excuse me, in his time while at Michigan, which very clearly Michiganians and Michigan fans jumped on to say that Jim Harbaugh did not know. Now, obviously, what am I going to say right now? Well, it doesn't matter if Jim Harbaugh knew. He's still responsible for the actions of his coaching staff. But the question that I have, and I guess the question I would put to you in the comments section does it matter to you that Jim Harbaugh might not have known? Is it of relevance? Does it change the way you look at the Michigan cheating scandal? It does not change it for me. Jake, does it change it for you? It doesn't change it for me one bit. I I, I think that Jim Harbaugh is, is someone who 
you, you know, universally it's known that that Jim is not, you know, everyone's favorite character uh, around the clubhouse, if you will. And I think that, you know, Jim is is someone who who will do anything that he can do, uh, you know, to, to get an advantage. And I think that Jim is is really in a position here where, you know, yeah, does it matter if he knew or didn't know? Like on some level, I guess, but ultimately this whole Michigan cheating scandal situation is no longer about whether Jim Harbaugh knew or didn't know. I mean, this is about the integrity of the game at this point. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the Big Ten, uh, you know, bringing in a firm that is it has a single purpose in, in making sure that, you know, gambling lines are secure, making sure that the integrity of the game is held up to the highest standard. So to me, this is no longer about whether Jim knew or did not know. This is about, you know, what's next? Where where are we heading in the conversation? And I think right. for Jim Harbaugh's legacy, that's where did he know or did he not know really truly matters. If Jim, you know, is no longer part of this program next season, which is, you know, kind of, you know, where we're heading. A lot of people think that he'll either resign or maybe they fire him or whatever ends up happening you know, with Jim Harbaugh's job, a lot of people think he won't be there. And so when that day comes when he's no longer at Michigan, because that day will come, I think a lot of people will look back at this situation after it's all said and done and say, there's no way you didn't know, Jim. And, you know, regardless of what NCAA bylaws say, you know, if you knew and you still allowed it to happen, that tells me everything that I need to know about Jim Harbaugh. And furthermore, if Jim didn't know, while his integrity on some level is still intact, I might make the case that that's worse for his legacy than if he did know. At least if you did know, you you could say, yeah, I tried to do this and I failed. And it's a bad look. And that's, you know, just what I did at Michigan. Would that be better, though? I, I mean, mean I, is, I is, that a, is that a – I don't think that's a better look for Jim Harbaugh. The, the – the problem is, and I, I'm starting to hear this now more regularly from the people that we speak to about college football and our, our sources and insiders, and there's a lot of people who say there is growing frustration on the campus in Ann Arbor, that football's getting special treatment, that you know if there was an ethics violation of this magnitude in the education department, it would never be tolerated. And I think that's ultimately what is going to get Jim Harbaugh pushed out at Michigan. I, I truly don't believe that the athletic director, President Ono, I mean, it, anybody you want to point to, I do not believe that people in charge at Michigan want to fire Jim Harbaugh. I, I, Based on what I've heard, I am of the belief that they would have Jim Harbaugh fight this tooth and nail and they would stand right next to him while he fought it and fight with him as they've done. But there is a growing frustration at Michigan about what Jim Harbaugh is being accused of doing. Uh, the academias at, at the University of Michigan are not happy with the blighter, the black eye, uh, that I think that these scandals, and again, I, I remind you, there are three separate scandals working uh, in the football department at the University of Michigan. The academias are not happy about the, the black eye that this has brought to, to Michigan University. And I think, or the University of Michigan, excuse me, I think that that's a very valid point because I think we've seen that repeated in multiple places. I think we are hearing that exact same thing at Texas A&M. There are a lot of people in College Station that are pissed about the Jimbo buyout. I think we have seen a lot of this at Colorado. 
And the the academics at Colorado are pissed that Dion's getting the the open book that he's getting. But I think ultimately, if you win, all those problems go away. And I I think that's ultimately the talking point here for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. The guy has not won enough football games. So yeah, did he know what Connor Stallions is doing? I'll even play the game with you and say, oh no, he had no idea. And what does it matter? What does it matter? If we, let's just all agree to it. Jim Harbaugh had no idea what Connor Stallions was doing. Fine Steeler guy. No idea. How could you, A, allow this to go on without your knowledge? Because we can all play the game that Jim Harbaugh didn't know. You really think the offensive and defensive coordinator didn't know? Do you really think the players didn't know? Do you really think they just thought Connor Stallions was sitting at home with his vacuum collection, like breaking down tape and stealing signs that way? You got to be out your, da- your, your mind. Like, there's no way that that's the case. There, it, so I'm I'm willing to say, hey, yeah, sure. Did Jim Harbaugh not know? Okay, let's let's pretend. There's no way his assistants didn't know. There's no way his players didn't know. It's just not possible that Jim Harbaugh didn't know. And the other part of this that makes it highly implausible that he was just wholly unaware, whether he filled out an expense report or not, a budget was carved out to provide financing for this sign-stealing operation. I I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm trying not to be too negative or too much of a skeptic. I just don't think it matters. And, and when you get reports out of Detroit saying, oh, ABC TV in Detroit is reporting that Jim Harbaugh, you know, he he, you know, he may not have known because Connor Stallions never filed an expense report. What does that matter? Well, I think what we can confidently say is Jim knew who Connor Stallions was, right? I, mean, I would I think, agree with I, that. I, I yes. think we could all agree that, hey, he knew the name Connor Stallions, the human being, the person Connor Stallions. He he knew who that was. And and my opinion is that Jim was privy to all this information. Uh, my opinion is um you know Jim Jim knew precisely what was going on. And I am a subscriber to the idea that hey, you hadn't beaten Ohio State, your seat was getting hot and you needed an advantage. And that mm. to me was the genesis of a lot of this. Now, this development with US integrity and, you know, the FBI and the wife side of this and, you know, yeah. everyone out here talking about how, oh, they were running a gambling ring. Like, obviously, we can't go that far yet. We we don't have evidence to say that, man, they were colluding with other schools to fix lines and make all that. Like, we can't, we can't, can't say do that. that. We can't say that. And I, I know a lot of other people are saying that. I think it's wildly irresponsible. I do think, though, what we could say is that it reeks of that. It, it does when you start saying, okay, yeah. hey, hey, you know, the FBI is investigating Weiss for a, a for computer, computer crimes, crimes across state lines with multiple victims. So, okay, we're talking about a football program that plays across state lines. And you're being investigated for computer crimes across state lines. We know we have pictures of stallions on other people's sidelines. And yes, I'm going to say that that's Connor Stallions. There was a bunch of research done on it. So your opinion is unequivocal. Yeah, my opinion is that that's Connor Stallions on the CMU sideline. Well, they would have said it wasn't by now. I mean, certainly if that was, you know. Well, they would have said anything in addition to what what their head coach said. If that was Aunt Jenny's youngest boy who just was standing on the sidelines that day charting the color of the grass from quarter to quarter, 
we would have known about Aunt Jenny's boy. And I just don't see that there's any any way possible that's not Connor Stallions, yeah, in my I, opinion. I think it's an admission of 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 guilt in a way. You you haven't said word one. I mean, we haven't wow. heard from that's a great point. We haven't heard from Central Michigan and since that press conference, dude. Like, like you guys aren't saying word one about this. And so, yeah. so again, I'm gonna be very clear. We cannot say they had a gambling ring. How much trouble do you believe Michigan is in? I think it's massive. I think this is way deeper than did Jim know or not know. This yeah. is this is like, hey, we've never seen again. I, I guess that's the theme this week in college football, based on what happened yesterday with the Pac-2 in court. We've never seen anything like that before. And with this Michigan thing, we've never seen potentially, again, potentially, we've never seen anything like this before. Where ever where you know, U.S. integrity is involved. The FBI is involved. You know, you've got a you've got potentially a Michigan employee on Central Michigan sideline. You know, you've got you know a staffer being investigated for crimes across multiple states. Like, dude, this is this this rabbit hole goes way deeper than any of us know at this time. And if you're a Michigan fan, I'm all cool. You want to continue lying to yourself? You want to die on that hill? Be my guest. But you should be concerned about the idea that every day it seems like a new body is investigating this situation, and every day it gets a little bit darker around the big house because that's what it seems like. Yeah, I don't see any way, shape, or form possible that this is just no big deal. Eh, no big deal. No big deal. You know, it's funny. People, people tend to conveniently have amnesia when it comes to the full scope of what is being investigated at Michigan. You understand that they have three serious investigations in the football department all going on right now at once because the NCAA Committee on Infractions has not closed their book on Jim Harbaugh's COVID period shenanigans where you know he allegedly met with, with recruits in person, watched workouts on Zoom, overworked his coaching staff. Did he deny any of that? No, actually, no. The he coronavirus. In fact, he's, he did the exact opposite. He took a three-game suspension for it to start this season. And the, the NCAA Committee on Infractions was so appalled that they said, hey, uh, yeah, that deal we worked out with you, because they had originally, remember, and this is an important fact, they had worked out what amounts to a plea bargain Hey, yeah, you know, Jim, take four games and we'll call it even. The Committee on Infractions said, no, that's not nearly good enough. Sorry, not going to happen. Jim gave himself three games. The Committee on Infractions said, we'll handle this in the offseason. Okay, eh, you know. Oh, yeah, by the way, the FBI's uh, FBI is on campus. Uh, they've been investigating you for a, a good long while now. Um, the Matt Weiss thing? who a year ago was still on staff and then you fired him in, in the wintertime. Yeah. Uh, the FBI's the federal Bureau of investigations is investigating Michigan football. Okay. I mean, we can blow that off. Right. I, I mean, sure. it's, it's, I mean, it's just the FBI. It's, it's not a Jimmy. big deal. It's captain America. It's, sure. it's Jimbo, the Jimmer. I mean, this is America's team, man. That'd be America's team. You know? Yeah. You can't blow that off. And now you've got sign stealer guy. And you've got this whole cheating investigation where the Big Ten now has suspended Jim Harbaugh for three games. 
The NCAA is involved. Um, U.S. integrity is involved. Dude, like you should be concerned that the punishment is going to be steep in the offseason. I mean, you're, 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 the, the least of your problems is whether you beat Ohio State or not at this point. I mean, hell, I, I, it may be worse if you do beat Ohio State now. People are going to question that win now. I mean, there's I think, no way around that. I think at a minimum, you are looking at massive penalties uh, in scholarship reductions, vacating of wins, which I think is toothless. Uh, I think it, it's not lost on anybody that this weekend could potentially be the 1,000th win in the history of Michigan football with Jim Harbaugh suspended um, because had he coached, this is the other thing, all the Michiganians the Michigan. What did we decide it with Michiganders? Uh, Michigan. The Upers. Hey, Upers. Uh, Upper you know. Peninsula. Uh, the Michigan Wolverine fan base conveniently forgets this. Uh, you remember our good friend Joe Pa, right? And the wins that were vacated and then restored. And uh, if Jim Harbaugh coaches this weekend, there's a good chance that win's going to be vacated. So. I would take the three-day, note I didn't say three-game, I said three-day suspension, and go on about your business. But instead, Friday morning, we're going to have a court hearing. That's one that I'll never understand. Why Michigan has taken the strategy of, yeah, we're going to blow this up as much as we can, and we're going to insult people, and we're going to try and play hardball, and like we're we're going to you know ask for a restraining order and you know we're gonna do all this excessive extra stuff or as the cool kids say we're gonna be sus about it i don't understand about i don't understand that strategy what did you think that was gonna get you because if you get laughed out of court on friday you're left in no man's land you're left to go along for the ride and take your medicine and unfortunately I think you're already in that position because whether you get this restraining order or not, the NCAA is going to do something about this. Because my opinion is the NCAA doesn't have an option here. You you force their hand at this point with everything that you've done. And we don't even know how deep it goes. Well, what's interesting is you use the word sus, more sus, Michigan cheating or you cheating at virtual golf. You are fake. The Monty Show presents by our good friends. You're just going to let that go. Presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Now, if you were not here yesterday and you did not get to take advantage of the early Black Friday sale uh, with our unique promo code yesterday, guess what? It is now open to the public and all you have to do is use promo code SPORTS50. Go get yourself some Buckshot, although this morning I know they were trying to restock it at BuckedUp.com because we sold it out yesterday. Uh, But I'll tell you, you want to know the best part about this? I ordered the, uh, I ordered, I think yesterday morning at midnight. I set an alarm on my phone because it sells out so fast. I got the package today. Bucked up, already delivered my order. I I had an order that was valued at $470. And my order, I think, totaled at $254. So with tax, expedited shipping, $254. I got four boxes of, of buckshot, like endurance. I got some, obviously I, I doubled up on creatine, like all this great stuff. Everything at buckedup.com right now, 50% off their energy drinks, their buckshot, their proteins, their pre-workouts, you name it. It's 50% off. 
So in their honor, every day we we hit a buck shot on the show, 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine with a bunch of brain food. It's elite ingredients that make an elite product that does exactly what it says it's going to do, power you through the rest of your day. That report you got to do, the pivot table, the conference call, the big sales pitch, hit a buck shot and be the best version of yourself. Yes, sir. Love that watermelon. I don't know. Watermelon or blue raz? The blue raz is pretty fire. Blue raz is pretty good, but watermelon's my goat. Um, and as we did yesterday, OG Gary won a $25 Amazon gift card. Um, why don't we do it again today? You use the promo code SPORTS50. Take a screenshot of your order. We'll give one lucky listener not named OG Gary uh, a $25 Amazon gift card <laughs> just because you submitted an order at buckedup.com using the promo code SPORTS50. Hook it up. Buckedup.com. Screenshot. DM it to Jake. DM it to me. I'm the Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, the Monty Show. Or you can send it to Jake. SLC Jake, the guy who cheats at virtual golf. SLC Jake uh, on Twitter or Instagram. I'm no defense of oneself. I'm not playing your games. Okay. Actually, Look, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. Those reports are not accurate. Those that that report's not accurate about my situation. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to vacate the trees you killed in virtual golf today. Whatever. Uh, Hero seventy five for five dollars. I can't help but wonder what would happen if on Friday the judge rules against Michigan, and what bombshell will the Big Ten NCAA bring out in their case? It's going to be really interesting because, again, I think the thing that that I was so, I don't, I don't know, fortified by, uh, I was relieved by the Big Ten pointing out, hey, Michigan, um, I watched the Monty show and they made a really good point. You know, I believe they mentioned us in their response. I could name. be wrong. Uh, you guys haven't denied the cheating operation. You've simply deflected and blamed others. And it, I, I think that's the thing that you're not getting away from. You're asking for a temporary restraining order to prevent this suspension from going through. Yet you're not denying the actions that were taken that brought you to a three-game suspension. I don't know that that's going to sit well with a judge. Um, that's like saying, you know, that's like your mom like being like, clean your room. And you saying, well, my sister didn't clean her room. And so your mom smacks you in the face and says, I don't care about your sister. I'm talking about you. Hey, I want I want a Nintendo. Well, I'm not getting you a Nintendo. But Jimmy down the street has one. I want it. What's your mom going to say? Well, I'm not Jimmy's mom. If you want that Nintendo, go live at his house. Well, that's just what my mom used to say. But anyway, if you'd like to be. Yeah, the point is, what's a judge going to say when Michigan's like, uh, no, we don't deny it. We, we don't <laughs> deny it. The judge is going to say, why are we here then? Lady, have you watched the last two Ohio State games? We kicked the crap out of them. Deny <laughs> it. <laughs> no. Deny what? Judge, you got damn mine. Me? That's what I think. But, Hero, I could, I, I mean, I, I think it's a very interesting point. I agree. Bombshells coming out as part of discovery and as part of opening statements and everything. That's a real risk you run if you're Michigan. It, you you are you are messing with the bull, and you're gonna get the horns. And at some point, regret will set in for this program. Yes, it will. Uh, David Bowling, they caught gambling cheating. Eh, I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not going to at any point in time 
until there is hard evidence that gambling is involved in this scandal, and yes, I understand U.S. integrity is involved, I get it, that does not mean that Michigan, the FBI, the NCAA, the Big Ten, that does not mean that there is evidence that Matt Weiss or anybody else was involved in point shaving, um, you know, making sure that you won, you covered the spread or didn't cover the spread. Like, there is no evidence of that, and I am not the guy that, if you're here to talk about how much Michigan gambled on computers, you're on the wrong show. I think because I think it's wholly irresponsible. Yeah, I I I would agree with that. I think that you're quickly heading that direction, though. We can't definitively say that's what's going on. No, you can't. However, I do think you can say, you know, A plus B plus C equals this. This the smoke here indicates a roaring fire behind the scenes of something, something related to gambling. Now, I, I again, I I think it's totally irresponsible to accuse Michigan of, of, you know, as an institution of anything. I am of the opinion that I think this was the football program doing nefarious things to get wins. Uh, and then I think at the, at the end of the day, uh, when it started to come out, the university was like, uh Oh, football program did something. We need to, we need to get going here. And now all of a sudden Michigan's like, Hey, we need to defend our guy to the death because what choice do we really have? Well, and I also think if you if you look at what's really going to get Jim Harbaugh, because if he gets fired or resigns, he pretty much walks away from this. Now, will there be a show cause? Almost certainly. But what's going to get Jim Harbaugh is if he's fired for cause, which I think the academics at Michigan will very much like to see. Because Jim Harbaugh, and I, I, in my opinion, saw this in San Francisco and at Stanford. He's not a, not a popular guy. He's not somebody that's the most popular dude on campus. He's not somebody that plays well with others. And I think what's interesting is if it is true what we hear that some of the staff and faculty at Michigan believe this scandal is a black eye on the university, that's what will get Jim Harbaugh. If he loses support inside the walls of Michigan, then it's going to be awfully difficult, um, you know, for Ward Manuel and 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 you know President Ono to defend Jim Harbaugh because they have people they answer to as well. Just because you're the top dog doesn't mean you don't answer to somebody. I think that Jim is also like in these situations. You know, if you're if you're liked around campus and you have a lot of friends and you know you're everyone's all American. I, I think that people are willing to do a lot more for you. I, you know, Ward Certainly. Manuel, like you guys remember the, the conversation we were having last week where Michigan goes, oh, we had, we had no idea about, you know, the status of the suspension that the Big Ten was handing down. And then I don't believe you. And then what do we get <laughs> out of Jim? We get, oh, actually, we did know about it on the plane. We found out on social media. And that to me was all a bunch of crap. And my point with this is that when you play the media that way and you continue to play this game and you continue to have questions raised about your institution and the program itself, people are not going to be big fans of you because let's learn the lesson from the Pac-12 situation. Seriously. Academia doesn't give a damn about athletics. They don't they care. They don't care. All they care about is the chalkboard in their classroom no, you know what and they the care endowment. About? They care about their little mixers with their friends who are also Pulitzer Prize winners or 
law legal scholars and oh jimmy over there's got a yeah. five thousand dollar suit on check mine bro, out bro they want to stand in their in their libraries with their glasses of scotch and the wood paneling and their you know their sweater vests and their tweed jackets yes they want to sip their thousand dollar glasses of scotch and That's talk right, about Pete. how amazing michigan is and oh sally and i are going to the game tomorrow it's going to be amazing she's got a really nice you know, Vuitton blanket that's going to keep us warm. Like that's what they, they want to do that, that they, they don't, but you guys are cheaters, aren't you? What? Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. How dare you? I am an ethical person. Me? Can I have more scotch like that? That's what it is. That's who you're dealing with, man. Like these. So if you're Jim Harbaugh, and you're pissing these people off who didn't give a damn about football in the first place. They just went because all their friends were going. They don't know. They don't know X, Y, Z banana or, you know, whether you should kick it on the 40 or go for it on fourth and three. They have no idea. They've never heard of a zone blocking scheme on the offensive line. They don't give a damn about Blake Corum's, you know, vacuum business with Connor Stallions that That's he right. denied and nothing has happened yet. They don't care about any of this. You know what? You know what academia thinks of this? Only what they hear from their academia friends, which is, guys, did you hear that? You know, there's something going on in the football program. Uh, you know, they stole signs or something. But, you know, everybody does that. And, you know, just it's fine. It's fine. Oh, oh, we need to fire Jim? Or he's going to leave it? You know, ah, we'll find someone else. It's fine. It's football. We can, Who cares? I, I mean, we can I, have football coaches. That's what academia does, dude. They're just concerned about, <laughs> about their little mixers and telling you how much like, they know. That's football. And so to me, Meatheads. if you're Jim Harbaugh, you want academia on your side, not the other way you around. You even dude. chuckle at my academia voice. Meatheads. I'll just hire another football coach. <laughs> I heard that Mel Tucker's amazing. Hiscock. Okay, I should stop. Uh, Weiss's Bookie Services. Well, okay, here we go. For $5. It's being reported 50 plus hours of, well, I have not seen that being reported. Uh, OSU practice film was on multiple Michigan computers, cloud files. If proven out, the rabbit hole just got deeper. Yeah, I don't, I think reported is a very, uh, I have not seen that report if you'd like to pass it on. I have not seen it. Um, but if you are stealing practice video or somebody's giving it to you, that's a different thing. But see, here's the problem. Ohio State has been one of the leading providers of complete BS in this story. And the, the fact that your former wide receiver coach and domestic violence guy um, started the whole, hey, uh, Ryan Day's brother in Michigan ran with it, that's your fault. And then you wanted to play the victim. Ohio State with all due respect, I do believe Ohio State is the victim, but now you're victimizing yourself and you're causing more problems than it's worth because I don't for a moment believe that, uh, you know, somehow sign stealer guy was at Ohio State practice. I, I'm not I'm not willing to, to go that far. I am not. OG Gary, hold up. You're going to Michigan me and make me ineligible for comp for the competition. I mean, I've got to be America, America's Gary. Got to be America's Gary. 
Well, be America's I, team. I mean, you're America's Gary for, yeah. for certain. Dude, are you the iron wall that viruses break on? You know, are you a red apple guy or a green apple guy? I need to know before I can, you know, reinstate you into the competition. I mean, it, listen, I'll give another $25 Amazon gift card away if you want to go into an, a, a bucked up store in the state of Utah and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty show. They think you guys are amazing. You are amazing because you support the Monty show. Now I'm going to buy something. Give me my free energy drink with purchase. I want it. Now I'm, I, if you want to record that, if you want to take a picture of yourself in yeah. the in the bucked up store near you. Yeah, take a video or a picture. I'm up, happy to do it. Upload it to the cloud and then we'll go ahead and get Weiss on the on the horn and he can access the cloud from we'll his side Weiss and the, we'll see what it is. We'll get Weiss on the horn. Yeah. You know. Please. Wow. Okay. Uh, Ryan Willie for $10. Michigan thinks that they're above the law and everyone else can kiss their butts. Mm -hmm. This Wisconsin fan wants the NCAA to bring the hammer down on me. Again. I think the NCAA is looking for a bigger hammer. <laughs> Frankly, I, I think I, that, I, how do you not again, you guys, Anytime you run, because there's a lot of a-hole Michigan fans. Yeah, you can say that 10 times. I, I mean, it's it's wild. So I I am I have just gone to the standard response. Hey, that might be true that Jim didn't know, but by the way, the FBI's on campus investigating your program. And they yeah, never it's that. funny, they don't seem to reply to that. I don't know if it hurts their feelings via social media. You know, like I had a guy on on our in our YouTube comments last night. Who's like, you guys are ass clowns. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh had no idea. And Captain America is innocent. And I said, yeah, you're probably right, comma, but the FBI's on campus. Your thoughts never answered. What? And it's amazing yeah, when you when you drop the three letters F, B, and I next to each other. And you put them in front of Michigan fan. That they're doesn't like, oh. stand for football information, sir. It's funny. FBI apparently is Latin for mute button with Michigan fan. Cause <laughs> they, they just don't, they don't. So-called experts. You know, uh, the Chris D they'll be the first team to a thousand wins twice. It's an See? amazing feat. Yeah. Just it incredible. is an amazing feat. Jim Choi, a member of the program, Harbaugh and Michigan, a lack of institutional control times a hundred. No uh, redos. I'm telling you, the committee on infractions is like, oh, we're not going to rule you. You know, there's another scandal coming from Michigan. <laughs> we need a bigger hammer. <coughs> All right, let's go over the budget uh, fiscal year 2024. Uh, committee on infractions, you're first. Yeah, we'd like an extra seven million dollars for a bigger hammer to drop on Michigan. Uh, approved. Next, like they just. How do you say no to that? You don't. Mac, Michigan is radioactive. It is. Well, and I think for Jim, you know, once he moves on after the season, which, you know, I think he's going to one way or the other, I think he's radioactive at that point. I I think even for the NFL, you know, all jokes aside. It's going to be a minute I, before he gets a job. Yeah, and I, and I think if I'm Jim, I'm, I, I want to just go and chill wherever Jim Harbaugh chills. Stop putting your brother in a position where he's got to say he's proud of you, even though it's an awkward thing to say right now. Stop doing that to your own family, man. Get your ass out of the public eye and chill on the couch. Go, you know, go hang out at your house on a thousand acres and just do what you do. That's all we're asking, Jim. Because ultimately, 
you've put your own university in danger. Yeah. Whether you knew or didn't know. Serious danger. You've you you you've brought shame unto yourself. You have brought shame unto any player involved in this 2015 forward. And I think ultimately, I'm just not willing to say that Jim is ethical because one way or the other, this happened under his watch. And yeah, does it make it feel a little better if he didn't know? I guess, because at least then you can say, well, you know, Jim isn't the one, you know, trying to cheat anybody. This all happened under coordinators and down. Okay, fine, fine. If you want to feel better about it because of that, that's fine. I'm sitting here saying it happened in his program one way or the other, and it seemingly doesn't happen under Kirby or Nick or Dabo or Mike Norvell or yeah. anybody, dude. And look at End Donuts. Exactly right, End Donuts. Michigan is now synonymous with cheating. It is written. And it this is a stank that is going to be on the walls of your bathroom for some time. Because there's no getting Fast. away from this, dude. Like you can, you can Febreze the hell out of that thing. It's not going away. Yeah, you can get right? your Swiffer out, and it ain't cleaning it up, Dude, man. It, and I, I think, I think Michigan fans don't realize this. You're never getting away from this. Not in our lifetimes. This is, I think, Art Bryles is an interesting name. Paterno, Sandusky, Pervin Liar. Like, but, there's like, those guys are only now starting to fade. I mean, folks. Like, I, I would say, you know, 30-year-old millennial knows those guys, knows those names, knows the scandals, right. knows what happened. But if you think about the biggest scandals, the point shavers, or the, I mean, just think about the 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 biggest scandals in the history of college sports, Duke lacrosse, or any of it. I say to you, Duke lacrosse, and you're like, oh. I say to you, Paterno. Oh, Art Bryles on the field at Oklahoma. What the? F oh, <laughs> like Jim Harbaugh when and he was know, at Michigan. Oh, cheater. The Art thing might be the best example because wasn't he? He was cleared or whatever of knowing yeah. in, or whatever. In court, they said he was not responsible. He was found not responsible. And you know what the problem with that is? Nobody gives a damn. No, because it's OJ. He killed him. Yes. Oh, OJ was found not guilty. Well, great. Let's get on Twitter. Excuse me. X. And figure out what OJ has to say about, like, I love that OJ is on, on X talking about how uh, Ken Dorsey was fired by the Bills and offering his suggestions for, you murdered them, OJ. You murdered them. No, he didn't. He was found not guilty. Yeah, he did. Hey, OJ, I don't give a damn if the glove fit or not. You did it. Right? Like, you if did you, it. If you think about, when you hear the word buyout, who do you think about now? Jimbo. Jimbo Fisher. The biggest cash heist ever Jimbo Fisher. sorry Mel Tucker Jimbo outdid you <laughs> Jim Rome today was talking about or we, maybe it was Colin I don't know I was listening to a terrible <laughs> talk it's all garbage dude one of them was talking about the fact that the largest cash heist in the history of America was 18 million dollars until Jimbo got fired I'm he real. got 76 million I'm for real when you think buyout you think Texas A&M sucks when you think well, dead waiter and his mistress, you think OJ, right? When you think cheating scandals in college, you think Jim Harbaugh. Because he's not guilty yet, but he's guilty already. Because that's just the way the world works. Facts. Michigan is synonymous Facts. with cheating. They're never getting away Facts. from it. Blake Corum forever. You are a vacuum salesman, sir. Congratulations.
I got people sending me Blake Corum's father, his testimony from his bankruptcy trial. Like <laughs> 20 people have sent me that now. Like Blake Corum, you're a disgrace now because you sell vacuums with the guy who never turned in an expense report at Michigan. Congratulations. Can I get a price on a used Dyson, sir? <laughs> hey, man, you know, Shark or Dyson? Blake Corum, your thoughts? Like, can you help me out? I got a shag carpet. But, right, right. I got a shag carpet. Can I use a Dyson rollerball? Yeah, next question. Okay, well, how about this? I've just got some construction grade piles stacked, like in my basement. I need a putting green. Is it, and, and I'm just curious, is a, is a Sharknado vacuum going to handle that? Or do I really need to go back to, I don't remember what it was, some vacuum brands, because uh, all I got is Shark okay, and let's see. Uh, okay. You know, I just need to know, canister or bag, bro? Do I need a vacuum bag anymore? I mean, are we are we EV battery? Bissell, Bissell. Okay, well, you know, like my dog took a crap on the rug. Bissell, or can I just run the Shark over it and hope for the best? Blake Corum, your thoughts? Samsung. Samsung doesn't make a vacuum. Yes, they do. Well, screw them if they do. It's a smart vacuum. All right, we're past it. Eureka. Um, Eureka. <laughs> Eureka. <laughs> no. Youpers uh, are above the the Mackie AW bridge. Okay. Hey, man. I, I, I love it. Oh, what are you talking about, man? I, 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 that's amazing. Uh, Steve Buckholz. They won't have a 1,000 wins when the NCAA takes away all their wins for 2021. 2022, 2023. <laughs> hey Blake, I'm just curious when you uh when when you heard that you were on um Connor Stallion's LLC and it was, you know, wire fraud and a federal crime, did you did you use the Bissell to clean up the locker room floor that you crapped on when you heard about this news? Is that a real question? Or was it a Eureka? Um I'm just saying. Um and um, here's a question. Is it a special benefit? Is it against NCAA rules? If Connor Stallions happened to have given you, you know, one of those shark little robot vacuums, because we um, all know, I don't, I don't know, I, well, I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know quite, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Look um, here, well, Balake, I'm going to need an answer because you guys got Maryland this weekend, and and pardon me, uh, it, it um, uh. Oh my God. Uh, James Knight says, thanks for the math lesson. I don't know what you mean. Uh, Lopes fan gave, did Monty and two holes go hit up Jay Toffer or what? Yeah, Looking you're sharp, damn boys. right we did. That's right. You're Jay damn Toffer. right we did. The best barber in I the business. I want the best people. And he is. Jeff Woodworth, cocaine's a hell of a drug. I've heard that. Yeah, man. I've heard that. Uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> OG Gary, at this point, I'm waiting for Michigan uh, to get PSU'd worse than PSU. Now, here's the other thing, by the way. You guys understand that the death penalty is not a thing. There's no more such thing as you won't play football games for five years. It's not fucking real. That's right? Right? Yeah. People are like, oh, SMU these bitches. And it's like, <laughs> no, dude. Dear County. <laughs> settle down. Settle down, Dallas. Settle down. We know you paid your way into the ACC, but look. We're going to need you to relax. Okay. Uh, the death penalty is no longer a thing in college, just so people are aware. Uh, you this know. is the first time, though, I think that the NCAA has been faced with, you know, what would have been a death penalty level situation. I, I don't think we've seen or, or had any type of opportunity to discipline a program uh, at this level. I would agree level. with that. 
since, I would absolutely you know, agree since with that. the death penalty days. Uh, Glenn, San Diego State Aztec. What's up, Glenn, for $2? The big house now has a whole new connotation. <laughs> hey, where's Jim? Oh, he's doing a nickel up state at the big house. Um, Wait, or or do, doesn't Ohio State call it that team up north? Hey, where's Harbaugh? Oh, he's at uh, he's TTU in the big house, nickel up state. Remember that cheating scandal? Don't you know who I am? I love that people, I saw on Twitter the other day, somebody was like doing the Hillary lock him up thing. It's like, do you guys understand nothing Jim Harbaugh's done is a criminal offense, right? Or at least that we know of. So I said, yeah. I mean, the fact that fans are defending him is probably a criminal offense, but I should move on. Uh, let's see. Irick. Uh, is that a vacuum name, Irick? Uh, no, me, uh, you team, Irick. Okay. Uh, does the Stallions Quorum vacuum get rich scheme fall under the NCAA realm of investigation? Fine Steeler guy. It is against NCAA reg regulations for a coach and his player to be financially invested in one. Another. But Balake said they weren't involved. Balake. Blake. That's Blake. Balake. Balake. Blake. I, yeah. I think it is. I think it is highly unlikely. I. The Blake Corum thing, you guys, I, I will be honest with you, it, it blows my mind. Your name is on the LLC formation papers. And you're truly going to sit here and tell me, oh, yeah, I had no idea, bro. Um, I mean, I had no idea. And I just want to say, you know, thanks to the uh, thanks to the people who brought out the step stool so I could be eye level with you guys. And uh, you, Kyler Murray, <laughs> he is not a big dude. He is not a big dude. But uh, I just want to say, Thank you, sir, to the person who outed him. A contract sort of surfaced on social media tonight mm -hmm. that's linking you with Connor is what? what? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. My first time hearing it was when I went out to practice. And uh, first of all, I have no businesses with him. I don't have any business with Connor, anything like that. Uh, but I'm glad whoever found it, whoever uh, was searching the web was able to find that. I appreciate you. Us little people were heading out to practice and coach Harbaugh pulled me over and said, Hey bro, uh, did you get the signs for this week's game? Hey, I know you guys are in business together on this vacuum shit. Did he happen to give you the signs for, for Maryland? That probably didn't happen. I, I, I mean, that's just, it could, it could have happened that way. And stuff. It, you, but I doubt Vacuums it. are my thing. <laughs> yeah. How about the fact that in that press conference, he's like, nah, bro, vacuums are my thing. But wait a minute. I I think it's it's one of the the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. It is incredibly cringe. It is incredibly I mean it reeks of guilt, man. I mean because what this reduces Connor Stallions to and if you're just tuning in ABC TV in Detroit and thank you to Melissa I got like 10 people sent it to me but Melissa's the first one and I like to give credit. Thank you to whoever found this. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melissa, I believe, is the first one who sent it to me. And ABC TV in Detroit is reporting that Connor Stallions never turned in a an expense report in his time at Michigan. Uh, with the obvious inference, Jim Harbaugh didn't know he's innocent. Free Harbaugh. <coughs> Doesn't matter if he knew. He's guilty by association. But how does that explain the budget that was unearthed on Michigan computers for the sign stealer guy? And Michigan has not denied that. 
I would again. Michigan hasn't denied anything. I would again. I would again remind you, Michigan has not denied that. I mean, I'm just saying, Michigan has not denied that. You would think that Michigan would have a whole strategy to use the proper verbiage to legally and safely deny all of these allegations without technically denying them. You would think that legalese department at Michigan is robust. Yet here we are, and you haven't denied anything. And you're going to have this hearing on Friday, and I guarantee you, uh, you know, you're going to get asked, did this stuff happen? You know, what's, you know, you're going to get asked questions you don't want answers to. It's what I always say to you, bro. Hey, don't ask me questions you don't want answers to, sir. If you don't want to know about it, you know, why, don't ask me X. That's the issue here. You're going to this hearing and guys like Jim Harbaugh are going to ride in there wearing their Captain America Michigan branded suit. Michigan. And they're going to get knocked down a few runs. And I'm telling you, there's no way. I, I can't. It's my opinion that there's no way you're going to win that temporary restraining order. Again, we're going to get to this Pac 2 thing here in a few minutes. Dude, if they go in there and they don't have a strong ass strategy and story to tell, you're not winning this hearing. And I don't care who you are. Okay, so if you're Michigan, what is your strategy? Because as I said yesterday, and there is a uh, breaking news update on this Pac-2 thing we'll get to in a minute. But as I said yesterday, uh, like on the Pac-12 thing, they the, the exiting 10 members had no strategy when they walked into court. Now, I watch Suits. I know you got to have a strategy, right? Um, so if I were Harvey Specter and I were representing Michigan, I I would go in there and I would say there is no evidence to our knowledge that Jim Harbaugh was directly involved in this case to which and I would bait Michigan and I would say I would say Mich the the Big Ten's response would be I'd bait the Big Ten the Big Ten's response would be well we didn't punish Jim Harbaugh we punished Michigan by suspending Jim Harbaugh to which then my answer would be my client, Coach Harbaugh, does not deserve this action at this time because there is no evidence directly linking him to this scandal. That's the argument I would make. It's a great angle. I would not make the argument that we didn't do it because you, you did it. We all know it's you. It's like you, saying you didn't leave a conference when you've got a Big Ten schedule rolling out. We slick. know you did it. Dummy, I mean, come on. So you can't argue you didn't do it. But what I would be arguing if I was Jim Harbaugh's attorney who copied, you guys know that, right? Jim Harbaugh's attorney copied directly from a Michigan fan blog into his response. We did which, what we did. Here's the Michigan fan blog right here, right? Like you, you can't, you can't cannot make, make this up. Can't make it up. Here is the Michigan fan blog right here. Here is Jim Harbaugh's lawyer's response. You know, just word for word right off the blog. Word for word. The only oh, thing man. that's changed is the specific rules. Notice it says the provision. Here it says rule 32222 is unambiguous. The provision is unambiguous. <laughs> like, this is his high-powered attorney. Yeah, casual. I would be arguing that this, this punishment and penalty against Michigan is unjust to my clients, and we ask that you stay this punishment against my client. 
I would not ask that you do not punish that the Big Ten is not allowed. I would not be arguing what the Big Ten is allowed to do to Michigan. I am simply here. Harvey Specter, I star in suits. You may have heard of me, Harvard lawyer, better looking than you. Uh, I am here to argue that my client, Jim Harbaugh, is being unjustly targeted and is being used to be scapegoated for something that his university, his employer did, which is fundamentally unjust against my client. And I is my friend. And I ask that you put a restraining order in place to lift this punishment so that my, my client can go about his business as the head football coach at Michigan. Thank you, Your Honor. That's the argument I would be using. I think it's the only argument you can make. Now, I'm not sitting here wearing a thousand dollar suit. I mean, I have a pretty nice pair of, you know. Yeah, where are your khakis, I mean, dude? You know, where are your I ain't khakis? got no thousand dollar suit on. But I'm here making an argument. I want you to listen to me. And what you have to do in these situations in court, you have to make the judge think. Well, is there legal precedent for that? Well, if there, and I don't know the answer to that, I would have the precedent, but I would say we're in a, we are in a hearing over a temporary restraining order. We have asked you to place a, a temporary restraining order on this suspension. And I am not here. And I think this is a really important point. Notice that Jim Harbaugh's attorney is not the same attorney for Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is represented separately and individually in this hearing on Friday. And my suspicion is his attorney is going to argue because the language, and this is what I think Jim Harbaugh's win in this situation is he ain't going to win shit, but I think his <laughs> chance to win, like for instance, is the Big Ten in their in their writings and in their 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 documentation says that they are punishing Michigan who is my client's employer, punishing my client because of something his employer was involved in is wholly unjust. And your honor, there is no evidence directly linking my client to this, to this, to these allegations. And I ask your, your honor to stay this suspension and allow my client to go back to work. Hell no. That's going to be what the judge is going to say. <laughs> But that's where I'd be arguing. Yeah, that's the argument you got to make. I no would doubt. not be arguing, oh, this is all a due process. Uh, it's not a legal case, sir. It, it is. <laughs> due process. Um, we're, you're, you, due process has nothing. To, it's got to be America's team. It's so dumb. It, it is just so dumb that you're arguing due process. But this is, this is just me, man. Um, all right. Little breaking news for you. Uh, on this Pac-2 situation, Pac uh, you'll remember yesterday um, that the Pac-12 um, went to court against each other, the, or Oregon State, Washington State, versus the exiting 10 members of the Pac-12. And today, I think we were all waiting for this. But now it has happened, according to Ross Dellinger at Yahoo Sports, you see on the screen there, an appeal to the Supreme Court of the state of Washington uh, on behalf of the exiting 10 members, Washington State University, uh, Kirk Schultz, Oregon State University, uh, President Murthy, um, and a member of the Pac-12 Board of Directors versus the Pac-12 Conference and George Klyovkov 
uh, and the University of Washington, an institution of higher education and an agency of the state of Washington. Now, you may be saying, well, where are the other nine members, fat ass? Well, here's the thing. This is this ruling happened in Washington because that's where Washington State and Oregon State filed the case. So Washington, representing all 10 exiting members in the state of Washington, it's their jurisdiction. That's why they are filing it. Notice it is the Pac-12 conference and George Klyovkov calculations official capacity uh, as mouthpiece for the Wilner uh, Radio Magician podcast, or as commissioner of the Pac-12, as we commonly call it. Uh, that's why that is worded like that. Um, we will see how quickly uh, this case gets in front of the Supreme Court. Um, I would assume that this, this will, I would assume this will happen. I would assume the Supreme Court will stay the ruling from yesterday. And I would assume that the, um, exiting 10 members of the PAC 12 will win a full review from the Supreme Court of Washington. Um, this is a, a, a request that they have filed and it is, it is yet to be seen. I mean, there is an opportunity here. Um, for the court to fully reject this, it's highly unlikely. There would be no reason for the court to to reject this. Yeah, I think it's a precedent-setting case too. It, it is. It's, it's something a big deal. we've never seen. You know, and and I think that for the Supreme Court uh, of any state, uh, or frankly uh, of the nation as well, if you're going to bring forth a case that that's never been seen and would set precedent in a certain situation. I would think that that would take priority over other cases. I also think this case impacts uh, the economy of the state in a pretty major way. I also think that 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 this case impacts thousands of people on these campuses one way or the other. So if you're the Supreme Court of the state of Washington, I, I, I do think that this is one you're taking uh, as it is both a high visibility case, but a uh, uh, a very important, you know, set the direction of the state of college football case, because you need to, you need to set, draw the line in the sand. This is what's allowed. This is what's not allowed. This is how this should be evaluated or, or rather interpreted and how it should not be interpreted. And that's specifically why you're in court. And I'm going to say what I said yesterday. If the the legal team that's representing the 10 who have left yep. are going to come in here with this soft ass defense of it's not fair, uh, you know, we're the victim, we just want what's owed to us, you, you're going to lose again. And that's what I think is unfortunate is that seems to be the strategy. And and honestly, I don't know why that would, you know, your strategy would change from, you know, the lower level court to the Supreme Court. I don't know why your strategy would change, which is really unfortunate because I do think that the Harvey Specter angle is you were just rolling out for Jim and his attorney. Yep. Uh, that type of strategy and force would work extremely well in this situation, but it doesn't seem they're taking that approach. No, I think that again, and, and we talked about this yesterday here on the Monty show. Um, I think the exiting 10 members of the PAC 12 completely botched this argument. Um, they went in there talking about bylaws and they wanted to ignore precedent. They didn't want to talk about their past actions. They wanted to talk about what they were going to lose. And what I said yesterday is the same thing I'll say now. 
what the exiting members of the Pac-12 should have argued is we acted as a group then, we're acting as a group now. They did not argue that. And I think that's why they lost. And if they go before the Supreme Court, and I would remind you, they're asking for a full review. So they're saying that there is some kind of, you know, legal mistake the judge made here, which I don't see how you would rule that based on the fact that the judge said this isn't a slam dunk. We know this is going to be appealed to the upper court. So all this is doing is choking the the Oregon State, Washington State movement to save the conference. That's all this is doing. And I think it is very unlikely, very, very unlikely now that one, I, I don't I don't doubt that the Supreme Court is going to stay the ruling and take up a full review. I I don't I don't doubt that in any way, shape, or form. I think what you are looking at here um is a situation where I, I just don't see how the exiting 10 members win here because we have we have done a lot of we have done a lot of work on this. And my firm opinion is from legal people that I've spoken to um, is that the the remaining two members are simply going to use past actions against the exiting 10. And that's exactly what they did yesterday. And it's the the easy strategy because it's indefensible. It's indefensible. Yeah, I don't know that I agree it's indefensible. I think it's indefensible for a lawyer or a legal team that's not willing to say, hey, this is something that's never happened before. And, and when we acted that way then, it was in normal procedure because that's what we would have done for a conference that was just rolling along. We acted differently now because we didn't see – a a viable path forward certainly you and, could say that yeah and and we didn't want to risk the uh you know whatever verbiage you want to use the the health or the wellness of our student bodies we didn't want to risk the viability of our universities in a and put them in a situation where we wouldn't have funding uh for our athletic programs because the reality of the situation is the 10 who left uh all have good enough uh, football programs. Football is a reason why a student will come to our university. So the idea that in today's day and age in college football, where you have the transfer portal and NIL and all these things that other schools across the country can leverage, that's and right. we don't have a grant of rights situation, that's really going to damage us. And that's why we acted in the way we acted. Somehow, some way, I'm not a lawyer, never went to legal school. I came up with that off the top of my head. And this joke of a legal defense can't even come up with that. And that's what bothers me so much in this situation. Because when they inevitably lose in the Supreme Court, the ACC meltdown is going to go a little bit differently for the folks who want to leave that conference based on what happens in this court hearing. Well, and I also think what our sources told us today is now very, very important to the pack too, because we were told today by sources that the NCAA uh, division one board of directors was briefed on the pack 12 ruling. Um, and they are waiting for finality. So the pack 12 um, is not going to make headway here. And I think there's a lot of people out in the, the, the sphere of information telling you that, um, you know, president Schultz has a vote and he can block all of the changes. I just don't know. And I, I was talking to somebody about this today. 
Kirk Schultz is on the college football playoff committee. They ultimately make the decision and the vote does by rule have to be unanimous. But here's the problem that proponents of we're going to hold them hostage because imagine a scenario where Kirk Schultz, who doesn't have a conference, doesn't have a schedule for next year and has no path to the college football playoff next year is on the board saying, yeah, I'm not going to vote for any of this unless you give us everything that we're asking for. And it's all the money, the TV money that, you know, P5 conferences get. And first of all, that's never going to happen because Kirk Schultz is a lot of things. Stupid is not one of them. Kirk Schultz recognizes he needs the college football playoff committee to support the move the Pac-2 make. He cannot survive without the college football playoff committee. Oh, then there's this whole relationship with the Mountain West Conference. And this is the one that, and and listen, I, I understand that podcasts have infected the sports world. I totally <coughs> get that. <coughs> Completely understand it. But for all of the 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 people out there who are who are going on about how, oh, Kirk Schultz is going to stand on his own and he's going to fight, what's Gloria Navarra is going to say to that? Because when Kirk Schultz hops into a business relationship with Gloria Navarra is in the Mountain West, and he's the lone standout who screwed the college football playoff committee, which is never going to happen. How do you think that's going to impact whatever business venture they form together for football and basketball? Not well. And how do you think that's going to impact the basketball piece of this? Because everybody's like, oh, this is a football issue. Uh, it's actually not. Because most universities make far more money on tournament, NCAA tournament units than they do on college football money. Because we all agree the NCAA tournament's far more accessible than the college football playoff, even, even next year in the expanded format. It's still a situation where, you know, Washington State, as an example, is going to have a much easier time getting to the round of 64 than they would be getting to the 12-team the college football playoff. It's remarkable to me how many people just want to, they just want to hang out and be like, oh, I'm going to pack two. They're going to get $320 million. It lacks all sensibility for how human beings have conversations. And it lacks the understanding of leverage. It and lacks the understanding of how big business is done. Big business isn't done by putting a gun to somebody's temple. You understand that, right? Big business is done by negotiating. And there's not a negotiation anywhere that says, well, ESPN's going to pay Oregon State and Washington State $320 million. <laughs> the problem with that is the college football playoff committee is going to vote, including Kirk Schultz, to go to a 5-7 model. Because what choice does he have? Let's just pretend, pretend that he on the college football playoff committee holds them up and says, I'm not voting for a 5-7. Well, here's the only problem with that. The NCAA and the college football playoff committee are two different organizations. So uh, the NCAA board of director, division one board of directors, is likely going to rule or view 
the Pac-2 is a lesser conference. They are not going to keep them at a P5 status. They are going to lower their status. So now you are Kirk Schultz, and you save the Pac-12, let's say, and you're the Pac-2. What does it matter what the college football playoff committee does? Because the NCAA just said that you're not a, a Power Five conference anymore. So what are you standing? Um, what are you standing in the way of? You're standing in the way of actually having a college football playoff, which you're not going to stand in the way of because all of your business partners need it. Like it just, it is amazing to me that so many people have no idea how business gets done in this country. Do you understand that these are these are all wealthy, successful people that sit around at a table and make decisions for you and me? You understand that, right? Do you really think Kurt Schultz has the sway or the power to tell them that they can't do that? Uh, I got news for you. He does not. Because he doesn't have, and, and I, I. this is another thing I keep trying to tell people. Oh, Kurt Schultz is going to be our, our captain. He's going to save us. He has no troops. He doesn't have sergeants, first officers. He doesn't have foot soldiers. He has zero relationships. And the ones he has cannot help him. So I'm I'm asking you, knowing that the NCAA and the college football playoff are two totally different operations, and the NCAA Division I Board of Directors has already been briefed on the Pac-12 situation, the moment that ruling comes down, what do you think the Board of Directors is going to do? Yeah, I think the Board of Directors is going to change that status. I'm for real. And I think that's going to happen in two years. And I think they're going to give the Pac-12 two years to figure it out. Do you think Kirk Schultz is going to wait two years to make a move? No. No, he's not. You know what he's going to do? I think he's going to form a scheduling alliance with the Mountain West for 2024. And I think the college football playoff committee is going to crucify them for that. Because your, your strength of schedule just went straight down the, the drain. So, so all of this supposing shit is over with. So you are going to vote for the 5-7 model. You're not going to hold anything up. And you're going to hope that your football program can make an at-large bid. That's yeah. what you're going to hope. And you're going to hope that that the folks over at Oregon State move along. Jonathan Smith, hey, hope you go find another job. Yeah. So that that football program doesn't stand in your way nearly as much because they are better than you. I, I just want... I, I Oregon State fan deserves so much better than this. Agreed. And I know we have a lot of Oregon State fans who DM me and listen to the show and comment in the comment sections. And I love you guys. You're great. You're passionate. But I'm begging you not to hold out hope that Kirk Schultz is somehow going to... What is he, Butch? Are they Butch and Sundance? President Murphy and Kirk Schultz, they're Butch and Sundance all of a sudden? I'd remind, How did Butch and Sundance end? Yeah, they're dead. So you better check yourself. You don't want to... Somebody quite literally said that to me the other day. They're pushing Sundance. Um, them against the world. I'm like, you realize they got unalived after that. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Butching Sundance. What? What? All right. A lot of news to get to here on the Monty Show. You guys, your comments are amazing. Uh, we've got over 3,000 comments today. Please hit the like button. We're over 5,000 views in uh, the first hour and 15 minutes of the show, but we're only at 190 likes. Please give us a thumbs up. Please hit the like button. 
And I would remind you that uh, our number two of the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. I am hooked. I am all in. Last night, came home. Mrs. Monty had had a tough day. Uh, we got on the Triday Trading Machine and flipped that bad day into a good day, right? Because we work the the Australian dollar and the Japanese yen. And it was unbelievable, man. Like the the uh, the ride, the thrill, the excitement of trading Forex um, is just, I mean, it's one of the things I really look forward to. I cannot wait to get home tonight. Um, there is a big, every week, Triday Trading on Wednesday nights puts on a trading seminar. Cannot wait to take part in that. You learn so much. And that's the part I want you to understand. $10, 30-day trial membership. $10 goes to charity. It's a tax write-off for you. And then you get their entire program for 30 days. All the high-level coaching. What I've learned in, in, in just the last few weeks about indicators and markets and pairings, pairing the Japanese yen and the Australian dollar against you know one another, buying it, selling it, when to buy it, when to sell it. Bro, you're making hundreds of dollars in a matter of minutes because they turned you into a great day trader. Go get it, $10.00. That goes to charity for a 30-day trial membership at Triday Trading. But I warn you, you're going to be hooked. It is an addiction and it is thrilling. It is, I mean, I have to tell you, it's a confidence booster too. Because when you get in there and you learn and they you simulate your first trades are all in a simulator and you fail. You're like, oh, oh, I didn't look at that indicator. Because there's three main indicators. Hey, are they all going up? Okay, well, that's probably a buy signal. Are they all going down? That's probably a sell signal, right? So you're going through all of this and then all of a sudden you start learning and you start seeing that you're making money. And now you're not making $10, you're making hundreds of dollars. That turns into thousands of dollars. Oh. Dude, I'm telling you, it is so much fun. It is so exciting. Get to tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Yes, OG Gary, there will be a morning show on Friday. Yeah. Let's get your comments rolling because we're going to Hawaii a week from now. What is this, Wednesday? Dude. Bro. A week from dude. right now, Jake and I will be, will be playing Turtle Bay, uh, one of the finest golf courses in the state of Hawaii and really in these, in these beautiful United States of ours. Turtle Bay next Wednesday. Jake and I will have uh, we'll upload daily reels uh, on Instagram. Uh, we'll have daily shorts on YouTube. It's going to be an unbelievable ride. We are we're playing three on. I mean, just amazing courses. Um, I I cannot wait. I am so stoked. Take the ride with us. Follow us on Instagram, The Monty Show. M O N T Y The Monty Show. S L C J who cheats at virtual golf. I don't cheat at um, anything, dude. And you your know, allegations are absolutely not accurate. Hour and 15 minutes will level allegations like we're Ohio State. Uh, let's see. Your comments on Michigan. Uh, the latest updates on Michigan is Connor Stallions. Uh, it looks like Connor Stallions, according to ABC in Detroit, never filed an expense report while he was employed at Michigan. You'll remember he resigned under pressure, I would describe. Uh, he was originally suspended with pay after revelations came out that he was the the spearhead of a massive sign stealing scandal. Um, now ABC Detroit is reporting that Connor Stallions never filed an expense report. To which I say, hey, that's that's awesome. 
Yeah, but they found the finances of it. They found the public Venmo. They found all the tickets he bought. Fine Steeler guy. Do you think this is significant? In the comments section, does it matter to you that Connor Stallions never filed an expense report? Um, I think one of the bigger stories today also is that the exiting 10 members of the Pac-12 have filed a Supreme Court um, action in the state of Washington asking for a stay of the ruling from yesterday, which gave Oregon State and Washington State complete control uh, of the Pac-12. They have asked for that ruling to be stayed while the Supreme Court of Washington completes a uh, comprehensive review of that situation. We'll keep you up to date as details come out on that. Um, Conundrum says Hawaii, they accept the yen. They don't. They don't. Uh, Dakota Tubbs. What's up, Dakota? Speaking of Ohio State, anyone think that the Buckeyes got disrespected or is the dogs deserving of the top ranking? The dogs. I think that thumping that Georgia put on Ole Miss, that's the number one team in the country. You want to talk about flexing. That's and, the number and, one team in the country. And you've you got a, uh, a Lane Train homer sitting next to me saying that that's the number one team in the country. And I don't think there's any way around it. Georgia, that was impressive. That was impressive. You know, Brock Bowers and company uh, coming back and yeah. doing his thing. Yep. I, I I think it's absolutely the right move. Yep, totally agree. Absolutely agree. Uh, let's see. Brandon Butler, uh, Michigan prefers Hoover, Jay Edgar, and vacuums. See, it's an FBI rep. Jay Edgar. Yeah, Jay Edgar. Hoover, the FBI. And Hoover vacuums. Uh, go black uh, for $2. Thanks for the entertainment after my surgery. What happened? Go black. I hope you're okay. Uh, I Rick for $5. Worst villains, khaki pants, Connor Stallions, or Arizona University Accounting Department. <laughs> Sorry, man. If I'm the Board of Regents, I'm firing Bobby Rod Robbins. No. Yes, I am. No. You can't, Dude. you can't either lose or miscalculate $240 million. I'm sorry. I thought you said you, uh, Bobby, I think we have a, there is so much hey, investigating is this, is this thing that on? needs wait to go on. Wait a minute. This, wait, is this thing on? I I'm sorry, Bobby. Uh, did your broke ass just say you lost $240 million? Go ahead. I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose anything. There was criminal activity that led to that money being mishandled and so, we're going to find it. So somebody that was working for you? Not for me. No, no. Okay. So you're uh, so quick to want to fire the guy who's led you to greener pasture in the big 12. He lost. It doesn't matter. $240 million. So bringing, bringing, you know, some douchebag in off the street is, is going to help you find that money quicker or it's going to help you fix that problem faster. I just want somebody who can carry the seven. Okay. Well, because you I can't lose you, $240 million. This is, dollars. this is not a carrying the seven issue. This is not. Oh, Jimmy, the accountant, the, uh, wait, wait, wait. Math, the official dude. answer is there was an accounting error at Arizona. You, well, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah. Can you say it right, please? Dude? You errors that they're official. You ought to know you bought it. They paid some asshole marketing firm to call them. Okay. Well, we're in the university of Arizona. Well, hold on. Did they buy that out of their daily fund or the reserve? Fund? Listen, here's $240 million. Give us a yeah. new name. Uh, okay. Your new name is you Arizona. You're welcome. So I said, yeah, uh, they paid a marketing firm to call themselves you Arizona, uh, you Arizona. 
It's so dumb. Anyway, uh, yeah, they they were using cash on hand to pay for athletics because, according to Bobby, uh, he said that during the COVID period, they lost a ton of money on athletics. The coronavirus. After the period where we all got stuck in the arm, they <laughs> had trouble selling tickets. Their attendance was not good. Texas, man. So the gate the hot dogs the beer all of it concessions jerseys sweatshirts your mom did not sell well so they were running in a deficit so they were using daily cash to pay for athletics so somebody in the accounting department was moving the beads around on the string um, working the abacus and they're like oh whoa uh this is a code ten abort. We only have ninety days of cash on hand, and it's going to go into crisis lockdown mode here at the house. They thought. I think they said they thought they had one hundred and fifty-seven days. Turns out they had ninety days. That's worth uh, two hundred and forty million dollars. Well, Bobby, Bobby. Now again, I just Robert, I Bob, I I. Now listen, I know you have two B's in your last name, but I'm just going to ask. How did that happen? See, what happened was, I don't know. You're fired. Uh, what had happened was, see, uh, Beverly, she just, she was using the 10 key in her, her, she had a cramp in her pinky finger. It all went sideways. Okay, she's fired. And then after you're done firing her, come back, we'll fire you. You can't make a $240 million accounting mistake. Where on this earth do you get to keep your job? At, at Apple. Well, yeah, man. Look, Steve, uh, I thought we sold like seven more laptops. Please don't fire me. <laughs> Wildcat football is finally gone. <laughs> I want my free season tickets, motherfucker. Please. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you Arizona screwed. They Bobby Robbins, the not because fired garbage, the not fired president who can't count to 10 or 240 million. Three fourths of this is inaccurate. Said that there was going to be draconian measures taken to save. Yeah, I know what time it is. Not to save sports, to save the university. Because they were spending university um, money. He'd be fired. And again, I just asked, what company would you survive? When you make a $240 million mistake. Well, look. We Dave's just, in opposition. We just won't buy stamps or postage for you. <laughs> I'll come up with an idea. <laughs> I knew today would be shitty. <laughs> and again, I know I said this yesterday, but just let me point this shit out. Ray Anderson finally got fired quit. At, at, he got uh, fired quit. Yeah, he got... You know, you know how good it is to be Ray Anderson? You got unemployed and they let you do a podcast to talk no, about no. it. No, 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 no. How good it is. You know how good it is to be Ray Anderson. You've never won anything as the athletic director, and you're not the biggest embarrassment in the state of Arizona. Bobby Robbins and his abacus are. Damn. That's how bad it is in Arizona. Did I mention they don't have any water there? Uh, who cares? Yeah, it's flowing like the money is apparently. Yeah, four more years. Uh, Andy Styles for five dollars. <laughs> Stallions or Quorum are lying. Gee, I could have told you that, slick. Fine Steeler guy. If Stallions, God, if Stallions is facing felony charges, does he start to sing? 
Okay, so this is the vacuum thing again. Vacuums are my thing. Blake Corum <laughs> claims he never got into business with Connor. Um, but Connor Connor Conman Stallion filed an LLC in Wyoming with Blake Corum's name and one other gentleman on there. And if he checked an affidavit that said all information is true, all parties are involved. And Blake Corm says that's not the case. And I simply asked the question the other day. Okay, so Blake, you said he's lying. Oh, I'm with you on that. He committed fraud. He committed interstate commerce fraud. Uh, like he's going to federal. He's going to Leavenworth. He's going. That's pretty gonna, much self-explanatory. They're going to give him the NCAA's hammer, and he's going to break rocks with it after they're done crushing Michigan. He's going to break rocks at Leaven at Leavenworth because he committed felonies. Right? Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. And. And little guy, you know, Blake Corum, Balake, he was out there in front of the media saying, oh, my attorney's already on it. Okay, where's the federal charges then? Because you're in part of a business that was involved in a lawsuit. Where are the federal charges? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. He forged your name. Vacuums on the, I mean, you you can't deny that Connor Stallions. I don't Stallions, really understand what you're saying. I mean, you can't deny that Connor Stallions has a vacuum business. There's his front porch right there. I don't believe, I, I will believe Blake Corm when I see his attorney going after Connor Stallions in court. Never. When there's an arrest warrant out for Connor Stallions, I will, I will believe that. Until then, I side with Connor Stallions that, that Blake Corm knew about this, in my opinion. Because I don't see any ways they didn't know about it. Because if he didn't know about it, you would be up his keister in embarrassment. Because it's an NCAA violation as well, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Laguerre, what's up, Brian? Michigan has an antitrust case. AP, uh, AP reports there's no expense report, report tying Connor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy Welcome cow. to the program, sir. Wow, breaking news. Woo! Holy, hey, program. you got, stop everything, breaking news. Right, we, 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 we. What would I do without you? I don't know. Like, we wouldn't know that there's no expense with Connor Stallions, <laughs> according to. <laughs> Love you, Brian. Love you. Jim Choi, mm. Ray Anderson, and Herm Edwards will be hanging out at the Scottsdale Bingo Hall together. They will. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at you, Arizona. How can, how, what are you doing? How is that possible? Um, Johnny Gonzalez, if Kyler Murray doesn't pan out, welcome to the Arizona Athletic Club, Blake Corum. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys could absolutely go shopping for pumps together. Just platform shoes for everyone on the Cardinals. Jim Choi, Anderson didn't get fired. He resigned. Mm. He was allowed. He, he Okay. Mm. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Neither you know, did Connor Stallions. Johnny Gonzalez, Ray Anderson, how you get fired on your, on your day off. So he was allowed to resign fired, <laughs> which is essentially, hey, you're going to quit and we're going to let you be a professor. Or we're going to fire your ass. Pack your thing up. We're out of here. Which one you won't. So he stayed on as a professor. Mike Smith, Anderson resigned before the Morgantown trip a few years ago. Yeah, I ain't going to Morgantown. I'm not going back to Morgantown. Can you believe he said, of all the stupid things he said, well, no, that's not true. 
Morgantown is pretty intelligent. The more that I'm not going to Morgantown. Mm-hmm. That sounds intelligent compared to, yeah, we're nothing more than a top 15 program. We don't win ever. It's incredible you would ever say that. NIL? No, I don't like NIL. I think it's not. No, I, we're, that's not who we are. Yeah, it's pretty stupid too. Uh, James, many schools lost money due to Corona. If you have payroll and... Oh, God, Corona! <laughs> it's not even my favorite bear. I'm a Bud Light drinker. Oh, wait, scratch that. I'm a Mick Ultra drinker. Corona? We can't af- I remember when I had my first beer. We can't afford limes at you, Arizona. This is a player's program. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I, you know. Uh, A&M pays $77 million to fire a coach. Arizona loses $240 million, but the big story is vacuum repair. <laughs> Can we talk about Jimbo? Hey, Jimbo! Hey, Jimbo! Okay, so let me get this right. You're Texas A&M. You outbid yourself for Jimbo Fisher, who was never going to get an offer from LSU. Sure. But you thought he was because he told you he was going to get an offer from LSU. Sure. Good business practices. Uh, And then he sucked as, well, we all knew he would. And you paid him $76 million not to coach. First of all, how much did you hate him that you paid him $76 million to walk away. It's really despicable. But let me get this right. Now you're talking to coaches. Texas A&M is apparently, and they say they have an, a mountain of coaches trying to get the job. Mm. P, and I think the guy said something to the effect of, my God, we've heard from coaches in all corners. Guys we would have never thought about. Sure you have. Uh, But why haven't you hired anybody? Here's why. Texas A&M is offering a very low base salary with lots of incentives to their next coach. Come on. So wait, you just paid a dude $76 million not to coach your football program, and you want me to take the job for like five bucks, and then I get a free Happy Meal for every win. Um, I'm going to need that $76 million up front, please. Yes. Yes. I'll need the full yes. balance of my contract up front, guaranteed, paid in full. Like, I mean, just call me Deshaun Watson. Damn. They're all, Texas A&M wants to pay somebody a low base salary and lots of incentives. Go win us an SEC championship to get paid more, even though nobody wants to play here because there's plenty of other programs in the SEC that are better. Who's taking that job? Because here's the list. Here's the, where is that list from yesterday? The, the, the grouping of coaches, and maybe we don't have it. Um, we don't have it anymore, but the grouping of coaches that are running from this job. Now, did you see that Deion Sanders in Colorado both put out a statement saying, I'm Deion Sanders said, I'm here. Uh, my kids are here. My wife is here. My dog is here. I'm here. We get it. I'm here. They put that out on Colorado's Twitter. Dion ain't going to Texas A&M. Dan Lanning was like, hell no. Texas A&M? Yeah, we talk about outside noise a lot in our program. Um, I guess the reality here is, one, w- our, our, my name and uh, our program would never be in the, a topic of conversation for another school if, if we didn't have something here that everybody else wanted. And the reason we have something here 
uh, that everybody else wants. That's because of what our players, our coaches, the support that exists here in Oregon have created. I think I've been really, really clear here since day one. Uh, everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Well, I wouldn't be going anywhere for an incentive laden. Do you guys understand that Texas A&M, you're not Texas. You know what the sad thing is? You're not even SMU. SMU's got that collective, dude. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know how A&M has fallen so far. I, you know, I, I look at this list and these are some nice names. Sure. Right. You know, Mike Elko, you know, go ahead and cross lane train off. Willie Fritz is not taking that job. Yeah. Cross him off. Obviously Dan Lanning, you know, Mike Norvell, go ahead and cross him off. Chris Kleiman said he's not taking he's that He's not taking it. I think Jeff Trailer at UTSA is your last best hope for a splash hire because I got news for you. Texas A&M is in real trouble. You're not, and again, I don't mean to be redundant, you're not Texas. You're never going to be Texas. Nobody's taking that job for chicken scratch. And I think it is incredibly embarrassing. If you are in, if you're an alumni, if you are a supporter, that Texas A&M is trying to hire big name coaches for almost no money and all incentives. Hell no. Nobody's taking that job. Nobody is taking that job. It's over. You're never getting there. Why would you? Like, if you can, if you're on the list for the AM job, you're on the list for a bunch of jobs. And also, I'd point out with the controversy of programs inside the state of Michigan, uh, raging, you know, there are opportunities that are going to be uh, opening. So if you're a head coach candidate sitting around right now, I would wait. I wouldn't jump on the A&M job. I would wait because you know that there's opportunity. You know UCLA is going to come open. Jump on the A&M job. I don't think there's any chance in the world. I don't think there is any chance in the world that Texas A&M hires a marquee name. I think you are you are hoping and praying and why everybody is DMing me. I I don't know. What, what are we DMing you? The Washington Supreme Court filing. Like five people <laughs> just DM that to me. <laughs> Matt Riley for $5. My wife interviewed at U of A for her surgical residency. Docs told her not to come because their finances were and are in danger. Um, uh, ooh, that's not good. Allegedly. Uh, Aaron Wilson gifted a Monty Show membership. Appreciate oh. you, bro. Appreciate you. Let's read some of your comments. Um, Aaron also says, I'm on the list for the AM job. Going back to the option. Okay. Going back to the option. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, John Bolster, Texas AM will. Will what? Uh, Boss Frog, Texas AM has has money, lots of it. Why are you trying to hire a coach on incentives then? And I agree, they have money. I just don't understand why you want to, why would no you do idea. that? Uh, Boss Frog, you're going to have a difficult time attracting talent for a low base, especially the level of politics involved at that university. R.C. Slocum ain't coming through that door anytime soon. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Texas A&M, according to Jeff Woodworth, has all money and military money. That's a lot of money. That all money. All money, boy. Lonnie Goodman, Lincoln Riley to, to Texas a Why? So wait, let me get... And I know I don't know anything <laughs> about college football. We never talk it on this show, according to James Knight. We only do NBA. Hey, look at me. Um, I probably shouldn't. Poke I the, mean, you shouldn't. I shouldn't I mean, poke the should, kangaroo. You, yeah, you shouldn't poke the kangaroo or the koala. But asking for a friend. Uh, why would Lincoln Riley leave USC to go to Texas A&M? Why well, would he step down like that? A&M has more resources or they more do. money. They do. Or, uh, I, better know. access to recruits? No. Uh, um, better heritage and history? Mm, no. But Johnny? No. Don't think so. Don't think so. Matt Riley, like 240 million kind of trouble or just 77 million to your previous coach kind of trouble. What kind of financial trouble you in, man? You know. You know what I'm saying? I I'm just saying. Uh let's see. Erica. Kyle Wilson talking to Erica. Who is where's Erica? Erica, I don't Erica Cobb. Don't you here. know who I am? The dude on locked on Big 12. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you said everything you need to say. Uh, seems to believe that Schultz has the leverage to save the pack two and remain Pete. Okay. is a hell of a drug. Here's no the comment. thing. Here's the thing I don't understand. How are you going to, this is what, what drives me crazy about podcast guy. You're conflating the NCAA and the college football playoff. They're completely different. Does the college football playoff make a decision on if you're, what your status is or your P5 status or G5 or no, it does not. The division one board of directors will do that. And that has nothing to do with Kirk Schultz in the college football playoff. No, Nope. Not doing <laughs> Excellent it. strategy, sir. Alex Rea, SMU will climb faster in the next five years than A&M. I would agree with that because they actually spend their money. Uh, SMU is eight and two. They're looking really good. Against who? Against who? And not, listen, I know you guys wore a big D on your helmet. It was about this long. Uh, oh, wait. No, the letter. Can you measure it? Same thing. You wore a big D on your helmet. And I know it says Dallas across your jerseys. Tarrant County, boy. How are you? No, it's Dallas County. Oh, how bad. are Sorry. you? Macaque. How are you going to do against Florida State? Okay, well, we can come back to that question. I know it's a difficult one. Mike Smith, do not fool yourself. ATM has elite God-tier money if they want to spend it. One of the richest. You Well, you did spend it. $76 million to get rid of. Is Jimbo Fisher really that bad? It, do you hate Jimbo Fisher that much? Apparently. Like, what kind of a-hole must he be if you're like, yeah. Do you guys understand Jimbo's making 16 Gs a day on this buyout? I, I'm just curious, you know, I know we're not winning games, but Jimbo, do we spend the $16 million? I mean, I, I would hate to break his heart. Little Jimbo, he's such, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a nice, well, he's not, he's an asshole, but we've got gobs of money. Let's just give him the $76 million. Here's a question for you. And and not, again, I'm not the old man from, oh. from Texas. All right, I'm I don't have a hat or a cattle, and I, I do have cowboy boots though. You're little Monty over here. Yeah, just little Monty. Uh asking for little Monty. 
Uh, if you have so much money, why did you need a payment plan with Jimbo? Would I have stayed if I knew that? Hmm. I just asking. It's a nice payment plan. Seven million dollars a year after you owe him nineteen twice. I'm who am I? Uh, Jabari DJ Big Hoover. Who the fuck is that guy? Wow, who the fuck are you? Uh, A and M got all the money. <laughs> My players overpay underachieving coaches, a mess. They are a hot Facts. mess. They are a hot mess. William Bailey, speaking of contracts, where is Harbaugh's new contract that UM fans were going on about two weeks ago? Look, <laughs> you know, listen, we're going to extend Jim. It's a lifetime deal. You know, he's just going to raise his middle finger to you. Jim, there was a report last night that you had a contract offer rescinded. Um, can you say if that's accurate or not? Um... I wouldn't say that's accurate, no. Um, and the university has a policy. I think they made a statement right there. Yes. Of the policy on contracts and publicly talking about it. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, so wait, who did it better? Uh, Jim being asked about his uh, contract uh, well, uh, being rescinded or Garrett Cole uh, being asked about spider tax? Um, um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Spider tech. Um, you know, look. I'm. I, I, look, what about what Jose Altuve did? What about what the little guy did with the buzzer on his chest? What do you mean, spider tech? Uh, yeah, Jimbo. I don't. You can't tell me now. And we we know we know to a certain extent that the academia are not fans of Jimmy's cheating scandals. Sure. I can't believe – I think there is internal pressure not to extend Jim Harbaugh. He's got two more years left on that deal. How bad are those optics, man? Oh, my God. I mean, that's okay. the worst Jim, of the worst. So let me get this right. And, again, I, I don't know anything about nothing. There's three ongoing investigations in the foot, football department, and we just made our football coach the highest-paid football coach in the history of college football. Let's wind the clocks back a year. When Matt Weiss was still employed a year ago. You guys understand there's three major scandals working in the Michigan football department and you want to make him the highest paid football coach and you, you want to pay him more um, than Nick Saban. I thought you said Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh in the same conversation. This is wild. Wild. Uh, John Bolster says Texas A&M is a cult. <laughs> Aggie up, dude. What are they, pagans? Like, what do you mean they're a cult? Uh, Boston made. Guys, guys, guys. Mapes has arrived on the show. Hurry and hit the like button and sign up for Tri-Day Trading Casuals. <laughs> Dude, I kicked ass last night uh, on Tri-Day Trading. You did better on Tri-Day than you did on virtual golf today, right? Well, because you cheated. I didn't cheat. Okay, we'll we'll adjudicate that in an hour. Sign Steeler guy. The Todd father. Sorry, Monty. <laughs> He's going to the Bears. Stop. Damn. Stop. Damn. Like you're hey. Dude, Justin Fields is back this week, even though he's listed as out still. Play the funeral music. Like, what? Right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Justin Fields is going to play. Oh! I knew today would be shitty. I'm waiting for Eber. I think I just snorted a blood clot. Um. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> dude we're golfing this morning right we're at the driving range 
And it just was, you know, when you just, you show up there and you have a bloody nose and it's, I mean, it is a gusher. Absolute positive gusher. And so I swallowed it. Wow. (laughs) The cack. Bro. (laughs) Stay hard. We know these guys are going to come a lot. Uh, a lot. I deserve that. Um, so you know, it's and I'm, yeah. I no, keep, seriously, I keep, yeah, 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 trying not to like bleed all over my stuff. You're doing everything that you can do not to have to use a tissue. And so I swallowed some blood, which is awful. And I was like, Ugh! and so I spit, and dude, it was like, <coughs> I, it looked like <coughs> a, a large spider's larvae. It was not good. Um, it was not good. <laughs> It was it was not good. Uh, Boston Mapes, Harbaugh to the Bears, and Jim getting all his Michigan guys drafted in. McCarthy, the Bears' next starting QB. Yeah, he's no Tyson Badgett, <laughs> but he'll do. I just want. Can you imagine? I just I I can't actually imagine. If we're being honest, if we're being honest. I can imagine the the incompetent, ridiculous, terrible, awful Chicago Bears hiring Jim Harbaugh. Is it really that much of a stretch they would hire a known cheater and really a philanderer against the rules? Like yeah. he cheated on the rules. Right. Anyway, the point right. is, uh-huh. would that really be that? It would be shocking, but I can imagine it. I can imagine it. I absolutely can imagine it. I, I'm, you know, uh, Irick, Buckeye fan here. Worried about Ryan Day possibly going to the New England Patriots if there's an opening. Not going to happen. They need they a, any they need a home run. They would have to. They need. They need the best available NFL caliber head coach, and I don't even know who that would be. But you're not. I I seriously doubt it would be Ryan Day. I, I seriously doubt it. I mean, I I think it is. I think it's the worst nightmare of Ohio State fans, but the the worst has Ryan Day won enough? Has Ryan Day done the job that you needed him to do? Not by natty standpoints. How many natties does he have? Let's see. Uh, well, that's Let's the see. point. Ryan Day, right? National Championship. I think that Ryan Day has not won enough. And I think when you look at Ryan Day and you you ask yourself like what is what has he done? Um, he's not done it. Winning the Big Ten doesn't matter. You need you replaced Pervin Liar. <laughs> you need to win national championships. Right. And I think when you are what is he one in four in the college football playoff? Brutal. And you're the problem is this is Lloyd Carr at Michigan. Man, I know you hate that analogy. But I think he's lost less than 10 games as a head coach at, at Ohio State. But the games he's lost are the only games you care about. Two in a row to Michigan, don't start. Two in a row to Michigan, and three or four of f- three of four in the college football playoff, something like that. Come on now. Like, and yes, he's won two Big Ten championships and Nobody cares because he hasn't won a national championship. But he is in the college football playoff regularly. He is making your institution a ton of money. 
And at a minimum, I think that matters in today's day and age. Nobody cares. Fan bases don't God, care. Nobody cares. He is he is fifty five and six career at at Ohio State, and I don't think Buckeye fans want national championships, and that should there should be no less no less than that. Certainly. I mean, I, I just oh wow yes oh that's fucking brutal. Excuse my French. Breaking news from Pete Thamol. Um, wow. So you guys know the story of James Madison, right? You guys know that James Madison is undefeated. They're getting college game day this weekend. Oh, Oregon State, the aggrieved party. We get it. Um, well, I guess it really doesn't technically matter. Um, because according to Pete Thamol, yeah, they're not going to a bowl and they won't be they won't be getting into the postseason. The NCAA postseason <laughs> waiver request for James Madison, Jackson State, and Tarleton State were rejected today. NCAA Division I Board of Administrators Committee made the final decision, uh, which echoed the conclusion of the three other committees that met on it. And hey, look at that. Did you notice what he said there? The college football playoff committee made the oh wait, no, they didn't. That's right. The NCAA Division One Board of Administrators. <laughs> Wait, did, did his tweet say that they were getting no that half they, a billion dollars? That they it said that they met. Oh, they met, which we told you today is the other big story. Um, that the NCAA Division One Board of Directors has been briefed on the Pac-12 ruling and is waiting for finality. So. I think today was a very that's a, a brutal ruling, dude. They should be able to they should be able to participate in the in the postseason. I just think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. I truly do. Uh, I, I mean, I get it. It's the rule book. It is what it is. Uh, to Todd Father, there are college coaches, Day, Dabo, Matt Campbell, and Mike Gundy. They don't go pro ever. Why would you? Well, I think I think that certain guys don't need to go. Certain guys truly do not need to go. And I think that I think that Ryan Day is one of those guys. I don't think he would be a good NFL head coach. I don't think he has a temperament for it. I truly do not. And I think Pervin Liar is a perfect example of that. Um, I think Nick Saban's a perfect example of that. When you are a heavy-handed domination style coach, Jim Harbaugh, it only lasts so long. And then NFL players are like, dude, how many zeros are on your paycheck? Oh, I don't need to know because I know it's not as many as mine. Josh McDaniels? Uh, Josh McDaniels will not be the next head coach of the Patriots. I think that's I think no, that's tough. Just, all the reports said that he was a complete a-hole. Oh, yeah, he was. Speaking, yeah, he didn't, didn't want to spend time with his players, did not want his players hanging out in the building which is remarkable to me because I don't know an NFL team I've ever been around who didn't love it when their players hung out, you know? So I think that'll be interesting. Um, but we'll see. I, this this ruling it sucks out loud for JMU. Um, uh, hour number three of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com um, slash Monty. You guys and ladies, if you are somebody that snores, you need to get to soundsleepmedical.com. I implore you to do it because snoring and sleep apnea go hand in hand. 
but they are not mutually exclusive. You can be somebody that snores, but you don't have sleep apnea. But if you have sleep apnea, you snore and you stop breathing in the middle of the night, it causes brain damage and it is a very, very fatal condition and you need to get it looked at. So if you're somebody that snores, there's no reason not to get to our guys at soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. It's November 15th today. You know that your HSAs, your healthcare spending accounts, your cafeteria accounts, those are running out at the end of this year. Use the money left in your healthcare spending account. Use it on, on something that could save your life. And if your health insurance company, if, if you have health insurance, if you're somebody that doesn't use their health insurance often, like no time than the present to use it to, to really help yourself because snoring and sleep apnea, I don't think people understand. It's not something you should just look past. It's not something you'd be like, yeah, I snore, everybody snores. No, they don't. And I can tell you that the damage you do to your brain from sleep apnea is irreversible. You are killing your brain every single night that you sleep and there's just no reason to do it. Get to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Let them know you heard about it on the Monty Show. It, it, there's a real good chance there's no out-of-pocket cost for you. They give you a free at-home sleep study so you don't have to go into some lab and sleep in a cold office with a bunch of wires attached to you. There's no reason not to go. Do it now, soundsleepmedical.com. Um, let's see, Boss Frog says one. Yeah, we are. We're the best show in the world. Uh, how many... Coaches other than Carroll made a successful transition from college to the NFL. Not many. Lincoln Riley did not. Um, he chose to turn down every NFL job he got. Um, I think, well, look at his buddy, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury did not. Nick Saban did not. I, I think it's a very difficult trick to turn. And I think Pete Carroll's the only one. But I would also remind you, Pete Carroll was an NFL coach before he was a college coach. So he fa- he 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 didn't fail the way that most do, and he, I think he's been a pretty big success on both levels. So Tom um, Coughlin was pretty good. He did some things. He did some things. I would. Tom Coughlin's a good one. I want to see JMU go full Draymond and put the NCAA in a headlock. We'll get to that coming up in fifteen minutes. Uh, what's up, Jesse Davin? Nick Saban was a good coach for the Browns. Yeah, but it, head coach. Like, I think everybody remembers him for Miami. You know, like, oh, that's tough. Uh, Mapes Carroll came from the NFL before, yes. Jim Choi Kingsbury got some hot chicks for being NFL coach. He did. He had a beautiful home in Scottsdale. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Barry did as well, even though it was with Jimmy's team. Barry Switzer was not a successful NFL head coach. Sorry. But Jimmy was. Uh, Aaron Wilson, Monty show is all-time best. Yeah, amazing. Yes, Delaric, Jimmy Johnson was. Jimmy Johnson made the college. Yes, he did. Um, that's all I can think of is JJ. Yeah. OG Gary says, I want super chicks. So do I. Who I'm, doesn't? Who doesn't want yeah, super who chicks? Who doesn't? <laughs> you know what? I'm, you guys are going <clears> to. <throat> wow. Who knew? Fat ass wants Costco microwave pizza. Fat. Dude, Costco pizza, bro. frozen, Costco frozen underrated kirkland brand costco pizza is amazing garrett cole won the al cy young blake snell has the nl cy young who cares um (laughs) oh wait the same guy who was asked about spider tack won the cy young what wow i'm just saying 
I'm just saying. Uh, Jesse, the art model sold the Browns and I hate my life. Yeah. Well, the Browns are. No, I'm not making a washcloth joke. I'm going to be beyond that today. I'm going to be. Cack. I'm, I'm going to be beyond that. I will. Uh, let's see who else is in today before we move on. Buckeye G. What's up, Buckeye G? This just shows how well the scheme was thought out. What does? The Connor Stallions did not take a an expense report, which is true. He did not. If he didn't take a well, he didn't take an expense report. According so being, to ABC in Detroit. So, you know, assuming that's true, this is going right down the road of again, in my opinion, allegedly, hypothetically, going right down the road of under the table payments, go do something for me. We're never going to get caught. You know, we think we're above everything. We're better than anybody who would look at us. Yeah, including you. Totally. No, Mark, I'm not. Ragging on Switzer, really? I I love, okay. <laughs> I don't hate Barry Switzer. You said Barry Switzer was terrible. Barry Switzer has actually been very good to me in my career. We used to do a show together at Sporting News. He is a really good dude. Like, I don't have a problem with Barry Switzer. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Jimmy Johnson did. And you, I've covered the NFL for 30 years, dude. There's nobody, even I don't think in Tarrant County, I don't even think the most ardent Dallas Cowboy fan would credit Barry Switzer. Even before he took his gun through the airport, nobody was going to credit Barry Switz. You, I'm just saying, uh, you know, um, he didn't. It was Jimmy's team. Let's just that was. Hey, my friend's Jerry Jones. I can coach in the NFL now. Uh, Brady Cook, Chip. Wow, did you feel it? Good lord! Like the whole building just shook. I did not feel that. That was. That was crazy. Chip Kelly didn't do well. No, he didn't. Dude, I had some guy ragging my ass last night okay. uh, in the comments section about um, uh, Chip Kelly's fired. Why won't you say it? Why because won't you say it? Because he's not fired. There are reports he will be fired at the end of the year. <coughs> Sweet. <coughs> you don't speculate about dudes' jobs like that. If he's fired, I am happy to say you should have never left Oregon. You should have never only, left Oregon. Dude, the only job I'm willing to speculate about is the hoodies. That's it. Bill Belichick. Is he going to get fired? Yes. The Todd father, Kirkland Pizza, should be the next coach of the Bears. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Johnny Gonzalez, untaxed payments. Where's my IRS guy's number at? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, Mark Burnett, 74, 5, and 85 college. Okay, dude, nobody is criticizing Barry Switzer. <laughs> Dude, Stop. you triggered, like, buddy, dude. Like, you are, <laughs> dude, look, look, hey, man, hey, look, I'm the captain now. Look, you're fighting with yourself. Hey, look, hey, man. Nobody here is ripping Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer was a, a great coach. Me? I mean, he didn't cross the line. You know, I mean, he moved the line, but he never crossed it. Barry Switzer is a great coach in college. Right? Nobody is arguing that. Don't lie to me. Like you're having a fight with yourself. Yes, I am. No, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. R2, R not. 
Like you are. It's sort of a natural reflex. Yes, you are. Uh, Aaron Wilson, Costco chicken tortilla soup is unreal. Yes, it is. Let's get real though. The chicken bake is the goat. Uh, no, God, see, you had had such a good show where you hadn't said anything stupid for like <laughs> ten minutes. Not only did you, not only did you cheat at virtual golf today. I did not. Now I did not. you are defending one of the worst things ever sold or made at Costco. God. Uh, Mike Smith, Monty farted building shakes. I have not. It's been over 24 hours since I had oats and I'm a, I am an oat eating mother. I love me some oats. I don't know how you do it. Gas me. I, I, I literally don't know how you eat oats for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Dude, cause they're good for you. You want to explain that? Keeps the pooper healthy. And that is, that is significant to me. If I, if I can keep. If I can keep the pooper healthy. Hugh Janus. Yeah, exactly right. How did, hey, I'm just curious. You criticize me for eating oats every day. How did my colonoscopy turn out? <laughs> oh, that's right. Perfect. Uh, let's see, James. See, now I'm upset with myself, but not anybody, you know. Uh, as an Oak State fan. Oh, I want to say it so bad, and I'm not going to. Okie State. <clears throat> oh, he said Okie State again. Oh, somebody call Ollie Gordon. Yeah, are we done grieving for Ollie Gordon yet? Oh, Ollie, I'm so sorry. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get old fat-ass Monty to say you were a husband candidate. I failed you, Ollie Gordon. <gasps> Forgive me, sir. No more 25-yard games, you freaking jerk. <laughs> The music stopped. Uh, as as an Oak State fan and alumni, now he's an alumni. Uh, who are you, Mike Ross? I'm a man. Uh, even I have to admit that Barry Switzer is a really good coach. Dude, yeah. we never said Barry Switzer sucks. God damn it, dude. We never what said is, he sucks, dude. What is wrong with you people? Like, what? what the actual heck is wrong with you people? See, I'm trying to be better about my language. It's actually not that easy, but for me, it was easy. No. Jesse says earthquake. No, well, you got to have soaking before the earthquake. Damn, dude. Uh, what? I'm trying to educate Hiscock. people. Hiscock. I get so much Twitter hate about Pat McAfee saying soaking and earthquaking on his show. And it's like, dude, I don't host his show. What are you pissed at me for? And we're not Mormon. You like his show and you won't defend us. It's like, I'm not LDS, man. I need a dick. <laughs> Why do I care? Right? John DeLon. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Barry Switzer won a championship <laughs> in Oklahoma because he had an amazing bag man, dude. He won a championship because his team had an beat... amazing bag man. <laughs> I'm not. Sign Steeler guy. I'm not disagreeing with you, DeLon. <laughs> but please, you're. You're going to trigger 75, 74, 89, 68 guy. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about coach like that? I'm going to call the boss. He's going to bring his mohawk and shove it up your ass. <laughs> I can't believe this all started with, hey, man, uh, guys, 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 guys. Who was the best coach to coach in college and then go to the league? And now we're at, you guys said Barry Switzer sucks. Which, How does this even happen? We never said. How does this happen? We never said that. Like, 
dude. We never said that. Now, I, I'm just saying. Who I'm, was saying that? I'm just saying I never said that. I like Barry Switz. Like I said, he's been very good to me. Mm-hmm. He has been very good to me. But winning the Big Eight, you guys remember that? They were Big Eight champions. Then they got throttled in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Barry Switzer sucks. <laughs> that was that was the Troy Aikman team in 1984, right? And I'm not saying I, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Do you guys understand, that? dude? We're going down a 20 minute Barry Switzer sucks or doesn't suck take right now. I, he. Do you guys understand that he gave Mac Brown his start? You, you understand that, right? Like, but all due respect, I just don't. I, I don't understand how we got from Barry won with Jimmy's players to Barry Switzer sucks. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. Like, why did that happen? How did like how did that? I happen? didn't realize we had such a a, a Barry Switzer defense on the show. I, I had no idea. Good lord, I had no idea. That that was the, yeah, anyway, it's fine. I can't remember his, I'm trying to look up his, the, the court the quarterback who got suspended. Well, you're going to have to narrow that down a little bit. I I can't remember. Like it's fine. It's fine. The quarterback who got suspended. His quarterback. Hold on. (laughs) I'm trying to remember his, his. I can't remember. Like I, everybody remembers like Billy Sims and Leroy Selman and, but I, I, it, I can't remember. It's fine. I'm old. I'm old. Oh my God. I forgot that he had uh, Keith Jackson as his t- God, Charles man. Thompson. Was it Charles Thompson? Tony Casillas. Oh, Hey tone. Hey tone. I can't remember. It yeah, was for, uh, for, Oklahoma quarterback, Charles Thompson was arrested on charges of selling 17 grams of Coke to an under uh, undercover FBI um, agent. Hey, maybe Michigan fan, it. maybe you want to learn some lessons from this. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, anyway, I don't remember. I, I'm an idiot. It's fine. Um, I, I just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. Charles Thompson. Coke. Cocaine! Yeah. You guys are, oh my God. Those were the Cocaine days, is a hell of a drug. Those were the days. Cocaine and hookers, my friend. Those were the days. <laughs> like, 80s college football? <laughs> I, I, like, come on. Remember Rocket Ishmael getting screwed by, by the officials against Michigan? Out here like, playing on concrete? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> they called it turf. No, it wasn't. Right. Carpet on top of a concrete slab. Irick said Barry Switzer just said vacuums are not his thing. Like, I'm, I'm saying. I'm vacuums are my thing. I'm absolutely saying. The Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, The Advocates, you guys. The thing I love about The Advocates is they never charge you a penny out of pocket. When you get, and if you've been hurt at work, please. You can't just trust your company's lawyers. You you can't do it. Workman's comp is a very complex thing. You cannot sign documents without talking to an outside counsel. And the advocates do not charge you for that. You have nothing to lose. It will not cost you a penny. You get in a car accident. Sure. Hey, I understand your, your car insurance is going to take care of you. But when you have zero to lose, 
It costs you nothing. Why not at least get online and chat with an attorney at theadvocates.com? What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. And by the way, the advocates are working with uh, Heroes of Hope for the Thanksgiving season, the holiday season in general, to help provide Thanksgiving dinner. We have a week to go, you guys, uh, before Thanksgiving. I'm asking you for $5 today. If you if you have $5, please Venmo it to the advocates. Advocates donations. Advocates donations. Uh, on, on Venmo, all of that money goes to help people who are less fortunate than all of us so that they can provide Thanksgiving for their families. Think about that. You're a mom, maybe you're a single mom. Maybe you're, you've got two kids and you don't have money to buy a turkey. You don't have money to buy a ham, hash browns. I like, that's the thing, I guess it is cheap. And a lot of people, I did not even realize that a lot of people eat hash browns for holidays because they're cheap. Think about that. Like instead of yams or sweet potatoes, you're having hash browns. Let that sink in. Your friends are all eating mashed potatoes. Would you guys, hey, oh man, I had the best pumpkin pie. What'd you guys have? Like it's a real thing, man. If you can help, $5 makes a huge difference. Hook it up. Advocates donations on Venmo. Um, Let's see. Sean Lewis out of Colorado might explain demotion. Okay. Yeah, I think Sean Lewis was always going to be, I don't, I'm interested to see that 30 for 30. I'm interested to see that 30 for 30 about Dion's arrival at Colorado, because that's coming. Um, We'll see. I think it- Do it, you him, believe? Him leaving Kent State to go to Colorado to get demoted is- horrendous. That is, that's really, really difficult to, to think about that. And I'll be interested to see how all that plays out because I think it is, I think Sean Lewis will get another job and I think he'll get another job quickly. Absolutely. I would be really surprised if he did not. I'd be really surprised. Delaric, Jim is uh, too radioactive for the NFL right now because of the FBI. So I now say Jimbo to the Bears. Why do you got to be a jerk about it, dude? Jim, like, okay. Sometimes I think I just say shit. Sample what comes out of my mouth. I'm moving on. Uh, Tarrant County, Pete. Uh, Jake, it was reported yesterday that you had a girlfriend offer rescinded. Can you comment on that? Yeah, those reports are not accurate. I, I can't comment on... Uh, you know, the, the state of, of, of my, you know, contractual agreements or not. Uh, Hey, didn't, didn't the school, didn't, didn't, didn't our family write a, write a statement on this media guy? Uh, you know, anyway. They said you're terrible in bed. So she doesn't want to be your girlfriend anymore. And some only want to hear what they want to hear. That's what I heard. Um, let's see. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Wow. That just happened. Uh, my last supper, Jesus, Beyonce, Ollie Gordon, and Barry Switzer. Okay. Hey, man. D- Jake. Yeah. You have one meal left. You can pick three people. Go. Uh, okay, two people, because obviously me and then... Me? Uh, us. We. The Mani program. Program. Uh, Tiger, James, obviously. James Knight. No. What? No. Stay hard. No. Okay. Uh, 
Tan, uh, Tanner not, Plummer. No, not Tanner Plummer. I don't need. I don't need my dinner to be soaked. Mo? Um, what about Mo? Potentially Mo. It depends. It depends. Depends on how he does on his positions this week. What about the mayor of Monty Town? I don't have. We haven't seen homie. Big Daddy Magic. No. What? No. He, he's he's now dead to me after his lack of execution uh, when meeting Pat McAfee. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. Offended, dude. That, uh, the big, way. big Daddy Magic. I don't know if you're here today. But what well, James, the unofficial mayor of Cowboy Country, is right. invited to your last supper? No, he's not. No, Ollie Gordon is. Ollie Gordon is Heisman he, Trophy. Right. He didn't Heisman win. Trophy never winner. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Heisman Trophy never winner. <laughs> so Caleb's invited, but Ollie Gordon, no, no. Thurman Thomas. That's not what we're about. Barry Sanders, sure. Ollie Gordon, hell no. Um, Barry Switzer or Mike Gundy. Okay, please don't answer that. I'm a um, man. <laughs> I don't know who would who would be at your last supper. God, that's a great question. It's a tough one. I have no idea. Um, my last supper ever. I'd want it to be with my wife. Um, <laughs> and it, it'd be my wife, my son, and. I have no idea. I don't know. Not, you know, it's odd. It's funny. Kobe Bryant does come to mind. I have yeah, no idea. Certainly. Who it would be. Certainly. Uh, I Rick last meal, khaki pants, urban Meyer, Pervin liar, uh, Lou Holtz and Ryan day. You're going to throw up on your lap. Uh, boss frog. If I were going to dinner, uh, we're going to drop some cash at the steakhouse. <laughs> Oh, it's an easy answer for what the Last Supper is, though. I mean, Bro, we are we are, we got to talk about Vegas, by the way. Right. We're going to Vegas in December. Uh huh. We got to get that hooked up. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out. What's up, Gumby? Uh, last meal, Olive Garden. <laughs> oh okay, it's a steakhouse. It's Mastro's it's Mastro's Ocean, Ocean Club, Club. And it ain't even close. I, it I has want, to be. I want my 16-ounce New York strip. I want, like, 10 Dream Berries, and I want my mac and cheese. Are we going to get hammered in Vegas or no? Hell yeah, we are. Hell yeah, dude. It's Jake's 30th birthday coming up uh December 18th. Getting old, Mike. Getting old, dude. And we're we're trying to hook up a trip to Vegas. And we're trying like my wife said to me, are we because we always go to Mastro's Ocean Club, the treehouse, when we go to Vegas. But we're all kind of like, nah, maybe not. Nah, I need some butter cake. Uh, I, I, you know. I, I need to. I, I, I'm happy to say it. When you own your own business, you don't get vacation much. Uh, and when I'm on vacation and I don't have to worry about being in the sports loop for the program, I'm absolutely having a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Todd father, last meal, Jesus, boss, frog, and Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> boss, frog. I let see boss. We've made you important. Uh, OG Gary, my birthday is also on December 18th. You guys can, do okay, the, so the, you're I, you're lying, dude. There's no way that's true. You guys can do that's, like sword that is, fights together, dude, and stuff. dude. Why do you have to make it about that? Why do you have to make it a washcloth thing? Naked laser like, tag. Come on, dude. Scock. Yeah, what? dude. What are we doing, man? I'm trying to the find cat. fun things. You know, uh, boss frog. We're going. I thought we discussed by DM. I'll be at the Win Sportsbook. Let's do it. Let's do it then. Let's do it. Are you bringing the Porsche? <laughs> no, guy. The Porsche is not a plane oh that's right it's electric it can't make the trip so, so hey in all seriousness are you guys excited about f1 in las vegas 
I'm not at all. I think it's a disaster. <laughs> okay, so you know we're doing a morning showroom on Friday. <laughs> what? Jeff Woodworth said tummy sticks. Uh, okay, what is that? Bro, tummy sticks? <laughs> like the cack. <sighs> That's amazing. Anyway, what what were so you So we're doing a morning showroom on Friday. Yes. And after the showroom, I'm driving to Las Vegas. To do what? Uh, to stay the night because then we're flying to Hawaii, uh, Hawaii on Saturday morning. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. F1 is in Las Vegas, and, and you're staying at the link. Mm -hmm. F1's <laughs> in Las Vegas. You have to get there, and you're, where are you going to leave your car at the airport? Yeah. So then you have to get out of the link and get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Like I, you're just asking for trouble. That's going to be, you better leave trouble. You better leave it's a little more difficult. That's all. Yeah. I, I am. I'm the guy that's like, yeah, I'm probably not doing that. I'm flying direct. So well, we're flying direct too, just not at a salt lake, <laughs> you know, um, let's see who else, uh, James for the record, Oak state was terrible last Saturday. Talked about this. Like, like, why are we bringing up last Saturday? Oh, Holly Gardner only got 25 yards. Ooh, he ruined my life. Boss Frog took all my money. Holly, come back. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why? Then it started pouring. It just sucked. The one good thing no, is my no, wife. No, my wife brought ponchos. She's a keeper. I, okay, it's confirmed. What Gary has sent me a picture of his ID. He does, in fact, have the same birthday as me. Wow, tummy sticks. Man, that's really cool, dude. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Gear Bear. Ah, Dakota Tubbs love the spectacle of it, but they they've really screwed up the strip while doing it. But I'm an F1 fan, so I'm biased. Like one of our neighbors here in our office tower uh, went down and did the whole AMG experience yesterday, which sounds amazing. This is the thing that I don't understand is why is the race going to start at 2 a.m. Eastern? I you you no, I'm not. Miss, I didn't misspeak. Um, it's the racing in the middle of the night. It's going to be cold. And the thing I don't understand is why? And everybody's like, well, they want the lights. Okay, started at 7 o'clock. The fucking sun goes down at like 5.30. It's not going to be cold, dude. It's 70 it's for be, a high. It's going to be in the 50s. They're expecting uh, high 40s, low 50s mm. in the middle of the race. Like, I, I don't, I think this is a disaster waiting to happen. We'll see. It, it is. I, I just, yeah. Um, Monty show member meetup needs to happen. It, it definitely does. We need to come down to, to Austin. We need to do a cowboy game. We need to do a Dallas cowboy game. Everybody meets in Tarrant County and boy, you know, everybody takes a hot lap in, in boss frogs, EV and oh, EV. It'll be fine. 
It'll be fine. Didn't he? Did you say that he pays like eight thousand dollars a month? So just to Buzz park his Fog car? is a members-only content member. Pays ten dollars a month to be in the Instagram group. Yeah. So today he decided it would be a good idea to disclose the fact that yeah he's got like eight cars and pays like I think it's like a hundred and fifty dollars a month to park them in the parking structure they stay in. Dude's out here paying seven hundred dollars a month to park his cars, and I can't even get a sniff from yeah, certain individuals. Yeah. I, Come on. You know, listen, I just think it's one of those. Hey man, if you got it, why not? I guess. Why not? Right. Why not? I mean, I'm not holding it against him. I just think I, I that's just wild. That's next level. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Michigan has a new slogan. According to Chris Scobie, Scobalock, Scooby-Doo. Um, get this. It's Bosa beats Ohio state again. Ironic. It's Bosa both. <laughs> I know. Do, is it that you think we don't know who the Bosa's are? <laughs> uh, both Ohio state NFL players in two wins and you have a slogan. And now those two wins are illegitimate. That's the biggest issue. Uh, Oak State 35, Houston 31. Oak State has to prove they can defend a mobile quarterback better than they did last Saturday. In Orlando, they were just awful. Why did he run for 25 yards? I mean, he, he, I read the whole comment. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I read the whole comment. I, <laughs> okay, go back. Go back. Okay. Let's, let's, we'll continue. William Bailey, I was born 12, 18, 73. Nice, okay. nice. A lot of 12, 18 birthdays. Uh, Gumby fresh out. Aaron Rodgers was born on December 2nd. Man, that's, dude. 12, 18, 1991, class of 91. Jesus. You're old, dude. <laughs> Dirt. Uh, ben makes a really good point, but if you want a central location for the SEC title game, it would be either New Orleans or Nashville. Okay. Why do we give a damn about yeah, central I, locations? I don't care. Respectfully? I don't like, care. Like, why do we care? I don't care. Uh, I don't. I don't care. Ugh. Uh, no, 600, 150 each. It's three and the fourth with the lady. Oh. Bro, can, can you? That's a lot of golf, dude. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, that's like 10 rounds a week, dude. Uh, Dakota Tubbs, James, you are uh, playing Houston. Exactly what you are proving if you win. Uh, what are you proving? Uh, that you're the ones who got Dana fired? I don't know. Paul Novak, even A.J. Hawk is on Harbaugh's side. Okay, great. And that proves what? That proves what? Yeah, it really bothers me. I'll be honest, on the Pat on Pat's show, it bothers me they have no idea what they're talking about with the Michigan situation. Yeah, it's a little... Um, I like Pat McAfee a lot. I mean, he, I think you guys know that. But he gets himself in trouble a lot with dumb things he says. The soaking earthquake thing was not good. Uh, the Washington State thing was not good. He has no idea what Jim Harbaugh is accused of. And the other day, he's like, Jim's a great guy. Great. And everyone's stealing signs. And the thing I don't understand is why is AJ Hawk on that show in the first place? A B I don't, what do you, and that's, I think what he said, Pat's like, well, everybody steals signs. What's the big deal? Why are they? And that, like calling it a, a persecution or something stupid. Like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
Like, what are you doing? Uh, Mike Smith, H.A. Hawk is just toxic for the show. I don't know what he why he's on that show. It's weird. I, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't come up with the fees. Boss Frog says. Oh, I know, dude, but I'm just saying, man. I like sex. I didn't come up with the fees, but you got damn right I'm going to pay them. The CAC. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about hey, that. Big Daddy Magic here. He says, I met Pat McAfee. Yeah. Did, thanks, as, as the official Monty Show thanks, Ambassador, dude. did you get us a shout out? No, you didn't. Jesus. No, you didn't. And you wonder why I don't DM you constantly now. You know. Um, Mason Palazzolo. Chip Kelly got fired. Um, he didn't get fired. My fucking ass. Did I, did I miss something? Did Chip? Is it official? Chip Kelly? Well, on three reported something, I'm sure. On three is pissing me off. It, it, I mean, it is... It is wild to me. Uh, I don't see. I don't see that he got fired. And if somebody wants to wants to show me where it says Chip Kelly, um, I don't see that Chip Kelly got fired yet. I don't. But, you know, I, I that's up to you guys. You you do you do you. Um, I I don't. Uh, yeah. Jansen, who is a member of our show, is sending me, uh, you guys are a couple of idiots, um, just because someone beat you, so this guy commented, right? just because someone beat you in the shoe doesn't mean they're cheating. Well, well no, that's not, it doesn't mean they're, that's not what means they're cheating. It's the, it's a whole thing where they hired people and sent them to other stadiums you, you to know, videotape I mean, it's their sidelines. It's side a big lines. deal though. On a public Venmo account, that's the the part. And so Jansen, who's a member of the show, (laughs) pointed out that the guy who was trying to defend Michigan in his avatar has a photo of himself and he's wearing sunglasses. And I'm like, yeah, looks like he's wearing sunglasses. I mean, you you don't have to you don't have to take the the sticker off the sunglasses if you don't want to. <laughs> Who are you, Connor Stallions, bro? Homeboy, guy. homeboy left the sticker on his glasses, and so Jansen's like, "Yeah, this this is the say this announcement has been brought to you by dumbass who forgot to take stickers off his sunglasses." <laughs> <laughs> nice job guy you guys this is where we are with sign stealer guy nice job guy this is where this is where we are uh john delon am i the only one that doesn't watch mcafee's show because he's annoying and annoying I, douche i love Pat so McAfee. we're I'm dealing a as a showgram right now we're dealing with burnout on two different shows i'm a little burned out on pat my dude over here is burned out on Romy, and so we're in this position where Either way, one of us is all pissed off about who's on the tube lately. And I don't even blame you about Romy. I'm the just issue saying. I have with Jim Rome is that there are huge sports stories, NFL stories, as we're going to talk about here in five seconds. And Jim Rome wants to rail on his listeners and have them on to rail on each other. And then he's going to put nobody's ever heard of him writer guy on to talk about how great the book was. And then the other day, who was the interview he had on? Uh, Christian Okoye. Yes. I don't have anything against Christian Okoye. Please don't come at me, bro. Christian Okoye's interview was boring as hell. 
Jake doesn't even know who Christian Okoye is. And Jim Rome spent an hour after Christian Okoye was on reading emails and tweets he claims where his listeners were like, that was the greatest interview I've ever heard. It was so inspiring. Oh my God, Christian Okoye was the best thing you've had on this show this year. And it's like, dude, he wasn't. And nobody said that. It's not fucking real. Nobody. (laughs) No, go ahead and put on old boy writer again because he would be better than Christian Okoye was. If Jim Rome is talking sports or talking to an athlete, he's one of the best shows on, on, on the radio or we watch him on CBS Sports. When I flip on Pat, like I like that I get Nick Saban, Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt was on today. But then I get a bunch of dudes like Darius Butler. I have no idea what he brings to that show. A.Q. Shipley. I have no idea what he brings to that show. And my biggest complaint about the guys who come on, excluding Nick Saban, is what the hell are we even talking about to these guys? We're not talking about like anything particularly relevant. I mean, Aaron Rodgers talked a little bit about the recovery, but it's, I mean, we just spend so much time joking about ayahuasca and conspiracy. Like, I just, I don't know. I I probably need to be more patient with it, but I just lose my patience with, with both with Jim and with Pat when we're constantly just messing around, you know? And it's like, dude, like, can we actually get just even your opinion on something? not just some kind of explanation about what you think is happening. Yeah, it's annoying as hell to me that he does that. I I really... That who does what? That Jim does that. I don't mind Pat McAfee because his mindless banter is actually enjoyable at times. Mm. I need... My biggest complaint with Pat McAfee is he's bad on really big sports stories. If it's not football, like they were trying to talk about the Kelly Oubre hit by a car last week. He had no idea who Kelly Oubre was. None. None. How do you not know who Kelly Oubre is, man? I don't know. And if you're going to talk about that story, which we're intentionally not talking about it yet because we don't know there's a lot left in the dark. Kelly Oubre got hit by a car. He said he was walking home to his condo in downtown Philly, claimed he got hit by a car. Today, police came out and said, well, turns out all the businesses around there, the police went to those businesses and said, hey, we need you to go through your surveillance video. We're looking for a, a hit and run. Because Kelly Oubre said he got hit by a car. The guy took off. He didn't remember anything else. He said, I got hit by a car right here on, on the street out in front. Okay, great. They have no video evidence that it ever occurred. And they now say that they've gone through hundreds of hours of video and can't find anything. And they're at the point where they're saying, well, Kelly didn't do anything wrong. Maybe he was just confused about the location. Okay. Okay. That that absolutely could be. <laughs> so if Pat's going to talk about it, you should know who Kelly is and you should know where it happened. Yeah. I just get burned on it. I, I really do. Uh, Boss Frog says, Earl Campbell was incredibly fun to watch. One of my favorite running backs of all time. He's no Walter Payton, but he'll do. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Kelly Oubre from the University of Kansas. Indeed. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I, I like Pat a lot. I'll watch his show every day, but he pisses me off sometimes. He does. All right, let's switch gears, talk NFL real quick before we talk about Jake cheating in virtual golf today. Uh, all of our NFL talk on the Monty Show presented by our good friends at prizepicks.com. Dude, I love Prize Picks NBA. I'm, I'm all about it. In the description below, make sure that you guys uh, hook it up at prizepicks.com. 
I lost again by half a point last night. Yeah, your boy won over here. Just saying, you know. I needed one more point. <coughs> and the best thing about prize picks is it's idiot proof. Case in point, Jake won last night. Did you just call me stupid, man? <laughs> no. Um, what I'm saying is you either, you choose more or less. That's the whole thing. So tonight in the NBA, for instance, on points, Pascal Siakam's 25 and a half points against Milwaukee. I would go less. That's it. I'd go less than that, right? That's your entire proposition. I think prize picks NBA is the best version of prize picks. Hands down, by far, it's not close. I am all about it. Hook it up. Um, I'm telling you, and this is just me, I'm telling you that prize picks is the easiest way to win money, and sometimes I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> because it, I'm serious. It's so yeah. big. NFL and college football, incredibly difficult on prize picks. The NBA and Major League Baseball, not that difficult. It is. I think the NBA is one of the easier ways to win money. I'm a hundo P about it. Prizepicks.com, promo code Monty, to get 100% deposit matching. In the description below, click the link. It'll embed the code for you. You deposit 20 bucks, and you can even put in like $10, $20, and they'll double your deposit up to $100 at prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Monty. Uh, Boss Frog says, time to buy the hook, Monty. What do you mean? Yeah, what does that mean, dude? What do you mean? Uh, Aaron Wilson says, guys, I've been hired by AM to bring back the option and to ensure band walks in straight lines. Okay. 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 Uh, Gumby fresh out a, a Ron UCLA head coach. Who's going to be the next head coach. Oh, that's right. They have a head coach, right? Chip hasn't been fired yet. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Jake cheating at virtual golf is a guarantee to carry harsher I'm punishment not. than anything <clears throat> Michigan will receive. I'm not cheating at virtual golf, dude. And, and these accusations are frankly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The Christie, did you take under on Draymond Green last night? All right, let's get into, let's get into Draymond Green. Because I think this is some fascinating stuff. Draymond Green last night, and if you didn't see it, he, he and Rudy Gobert, who go back a long way. Long dudes, way. This is not new. <laughs> well, what happened last night is new. Draymond Green was fully going rear naked choke on, on Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Now, Rudy Gobert. As and I would just like to point out, and I know Utah Jazz fans are gonna be like, he's the greatest defensive <laughs> player we've ever seen in the history of Herzegovina. Okay, he's soft as hell. He allowed Draymond Green to put him in a rear naked choke, and he did absolutely nothing about it. Now, was Draymond Green wrong for this? Yeah. And I'm kind of tired of Draymond's fighting and Absolutely. not kicking and being an idiot. It's a little over the top now. Right? But if you're Rudy Gobert, you cannot allow anybody to do this to you. And he did. You have to get suspended because you punched Draymond right in the face or in the dick. One of the two. Nobody's put me in a rear naked choke, and I'm not doing nothing about it. And second of all, if you are Steve Kerr, You've got to be tired of defending Draymond Green. There's no way Clay Thompson should have been thrown out of the game. I mean, he's running up the floor and he the guy grabs his jersey and he's pulling on him and so Clay pulls back and uh, no way Clay should have been ejected. That was ridiculous. Um so I was upset about that and then uh, the Draymond piece of it, um if you watch the replay, Rudy had his 
uh, hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy. And uh, that's I saw one replay um, right after it happened. Um, the guys on the back of the bench were telling us uh, <clears throat> that Rudy had Draymond uh, or had Clay, and that's why Draymond went went at Rudy. So that's all I all I know. Okay, I don't believe you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Does anybody believe this nonsense? I don't think Clay Thompson should have been ejected. I agree with that. Rudy Gobert did go after Clay. And then Draymond Green saw the opportunity without Steph Curry playing and went after Rudy Gobert. And by the way, for all the people who say, "Oh, you're you're a Draymond supporter." <laughs> James Knight. <clears throat> Kangaroo Court. <clears throat> uh yeah, Rudy Gobert, uh, for once I agree with him. Draymond Green has a track record of acting out in games where he knows they're probably going to lose when Steph and Clay and in the past Kevin Durant yep. were not playing. So I absolutely buy into the idea that Draymond was looking for a reason. You know, like, hey, dude, give me a reason to come after you. It, and you decided, excuse me. Did you just throw up in your no, mouth? No, I didn't. You decided... The first quarter was going to be the, you know, when you wanted to do this. You thought it would be a good idea to get into a little pushing match. And then you thought it was a good idea to go after Clay Thompson. And you thought that Draymond Green would do nothing about it. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And yeah, to your point, this isn't their first interaction. It's not like you've never met this dude before. You nope. know who Draymond is. I don't like this out of Draymond Green. You, I think if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know I'm a big Draymond Green guy. I respect his game. I cannot stand this stuff out of Draymond Green. I'm tired of it. He's He rightfully should probably be suspended 10 games because he's not – let's be real clear. Draymond Green, his best days are behind him. I think Draymond Green's not the player he used to be. Only he is the the instigator, the fighter, the opportunist he used to be. And you've got to suspend him for 10 games. And it'll probably get appealed and they'll knock it down to like eight. That should be the minimum. I and, think that Adam Silver has not exactly been a hard ass on discipline either. And I no, think he hasn't. That, that if you were ever going to prove a point, it would be with Draymond. You know, you Draymond is someone who punched Jordan Poole all the way to Washington, as we all know. Uh, Draymond is someone who has had his jersey damn near ripped all the way off in the middle of a game because he got into such a brawl. This is not dude's first time. And, and, and all the Jazz fans in our members group who want to talk a bunch of junk to me about how Rudy Gobert is such a better player and you'd rather have him. I got news for you, dude. Draymond Green's got four rings. And it's not just because of Steph Clay and Kevin Durant. Were they a big reason? Sure. Draymond Green absolutely contributed on his first two rings. There's no question about that. And and without him, they probably don't win those championships. So so all the people out here saying that Dre's not a winner, you can just uh, you're you're never going to get me to agree with you on that. But I do think that Draymond Green is becoming that guy that's constantly in trouble on the floor, constantly getting taxed, constantly trying to fight someone and. I think the Warriors are burned out on it. Honestly, I think they are. Okay, so a little breaking news for you. Uh, Shane Metlin covers JMU. So you guys know that James Madison was denied bowl eligibility by the NCAA today. 
Um, only it wasn't the NCAA, which I'll explain in a minute because this is a really stupid lawsuit. Waiting for an official statement from Virginia Attorney General Jason Myers. Same thing. Uh, but someone with ties to his office says they expect him to file a lawsuit following the NCAA denying JMU's waiver attempt. That move has wide bipartisan support among Virginia politicians. Yeah, here's the only problem. Uh, the NCAA didn't make that decision. The committees made that decision. A group of committees made the decision to deny JMU and others access to bowl games this year. Who are you going to sue? Because the NCAA has a process in place to make sure that everybody knows they're not the acting as the lone wolf here, right? And, and the thing that I, I hope people understand is that this, this decision was not made in Indianapolis, man. This was made by a, 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 a group of school administrators who reviewed the situation and said, no, we're not approving a waiver. This is just you being a red ass because you're upset that Jim Harbaugh got suspended for cheating. Oh, wait, wrong case. Same. Anyway, <laughs> the only difference is James Madison doesn't have any vacuums involved. And this is really stupid. Suing the NCAA for this is a dead end street. This Tell me is, you know nothing about the process without telling me that. But you know what this is? This is JMU being like, we're suing. And Virginia being like, we're going to sue for JMU. And we're going to look like a bunch of tough guys standing up for little JMU. Even though you probably are not going to be able to sue the NCAA. This is really dumb. This is this is dumb. Absolutely. Dumb, dumb. This is dumb. Uh, Boss Frog, this, this is a family show, so talking about spread large. Come on, man. Uh, a lot. Oh, you mean a – I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out says, rip the NCAA. Big Daddy Magic says, Draymond Green is a jerk. I've met him four times. Okay. Yeah, you still haven't answered why you didn't get Pat McAfee to shout out the Monty show. Yeah, I mean, you're the official ambassador of the show. It hurts. Dude. So don't comment about other things until you answer that question. Aaron bro. Wilson, Instagram members only group is phenomenal and life-changing group of people. I've made several friends. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, real quick on a couple of other NBA notes. Chet versus V-Dub. What'd you think of that? I thought it was disappointing. But there's an underlying story here that we talked about in our members only group today that pissed off James Knight because, well, he's always pissed off. But um, no smoke. there is an emerging trend with OKC. Now, Victor Wambanyama was not good last night. And this is who Vic and a lot of other rookies are. Is Victor Wambanyama a bust? He's not. Is he going to score 40 one night and four the next night? He is. And Victor's he does, the way. Right? That's who rookies are, unless you're Chet Holmgren. Another night where Josh Giddy scores 18 points, and I think Chet Holmgren had 10? Nine. Nine. Most nights, Chet gets his, and Josh Giddy is not effective offensively. And I thought it was interesting again today that another, another guy that I talked to about the NBA linked Zach Levine in Chicago to OKC for Josh Giddy. This is like the second or third time I've heard this now. I'm telling you, OKC is going to move Josh Kitty. 
And if I am the Utah Jazz, if I am the Chicago Bulls, I'm all about that. The problem is the Jazz don't have the pieces to get him. And I think Zach Levine is exactly what OKC needs. And I think OKC is has done a phenomenal job building that roster. And I would be really surprised if they didn't wind up trading Josh Giddy because he's become redundant now. As important as Josh was last year for OKC, I think Chet Holmgren has made him redundant. And I think he, the problem is right now, Josh Giddy doesn't have a lot of trade value. It is, he, his trade value is very low because he's not an imperative piece. And, you know, the other guy that I think is very interesting is, is the real Josh Giddy, the guy that I think is better than Josh. And we've argued about this on the show. Um, Austin Reeves is set to also be available, which I think if you're the Lakers and you trade Austin Reeves, you are living Stupid. life the wrong way. Stupid. Under no circumstance should they. Uh, Chet or VW, which way are you going there? I would be I would be going with Chet. I, I think that VW is someone who is going to be a long-term development, in my opinion, just based on what we've seen so far. I, I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think we've never seen a body like his do what he's doing. But I also think that last night I'm watching this game and he's turning it over with with some regularity, I might add. I look at Chet, and you can see how Chet would easily translate into your number one scoring option or number two because of SGA and how good he yes. is. Or your number two option on that team if you move uh, Josh Giddy. And I think what's really interesting is that Zach Levine and Chet Holmgren are two very different players who play the very. game totally differently, serve two different purposes, and both fit inside of one offense. So to me, I think Levine and OKC works. However, I don't know that Josh Giddy in Chicago works. And I don't know that Josh Giddy on a whole new team and a whole new situation is going to be able to put up a bunch of numbers. That's one where it's like, hey, you're going to have to prove yourself again because he's not exactly done anything wild. I think I'd have to look it up, but he's never put up like a 50 point or like a 40. No. You know, he's not that guy. I think... The biggest issue with Victor Wambanyama right now, and this is just my opinion, um, and that clearly is not a correct graphic. There you go. Uh, I think the biggest issue right now is that Victor Wambanyama is very difficult to play with. And I think you're seeing that when you play with him, you need somebody in the low block that can almost set a, a screen or because he's shooting a low percentage from three, which you would expect. But the other issue is he doesn't do much offensively and his highest best use is, is very Gobert. Uh, go get that rebound and tip slam it. Um, go get that rebound in the high post and dribble drive and get fouled. And I think the other issue is, is now we're seeing his shot at the rim is getting blocked pretty regularly. So he either has to make a higher percentage from three or he's got to become a better finisher. Both are going to happen in his career, but I think he's going to ride the roller coaster. The bigger physical teams are going to present problems for Victor. And I think the smaller, more athletic teams, he's going to be able to take advantage of because that's his game. Yeah, that is his game. I think, you know, the lack of physicality out of VW is also, you know, just it, it, 
yes, teams are taking advantage of him, but I also think it, it limits him on offense too. Nobody talks about the fact that he can't just go down to the block and bully ball a guy. I mean, you can, you know, uh, 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 a 6'10", 6'9", 250, 260-pound power forward kind of player is easily stopping him. And yeah, sure, could he turn around and shoot over him? Sure, absolutely. But he hasn't shown that want to that way. He hasn't wanted to score in that fashion where he's just a face-up, shoot-right-over-you guy. He's wanted to shoot the three, That's shoot right. the long two. That's right. You know, maybe be a pick and pop guy through through pick and roll action. You know, and and that's fine. But ultimately, you're seven four or five or whatever you are, and the NBA is not just going to change because all of a sudden you showed up. And I'm st- I'm telling you that that when it comes down to it, he's not the reason your team wins or loses. There yeah. are some nights where he produces at a really high level just like any other star in the league. The reality of the situation, though, is that's going to have to be uh, going to have to have more regularity as his career goes on to make him worth it. And I, I think with Chet, the thing that I see right now is they just need to feature him more. You need to give him more reps, and that's the problem with Giddy being on that team. As soon as you move Josh Giddy and you bring in, let's say it's Zach Levine or another scoring threat, you're stretching the defense out even more. So you're going to get the matchup you want to get yeah. one way or the other. And, it, and it's exactly the strategy the Phoenix Suns employ with their three-headed monster. So yes. OKC just needs to make that move and get a better scoring option than Josh Giddy. And I would guess that Chet Holmgren's numbers will substantially pick up. Yeah, because if you look at Giddy's numbers, um, just in, you know, in November, 15, 18, 8, 8, 13, 10, 18. He has a very he's he's riding this roller coaster of 16, 2, 9, 21, 15, 18, 8, 8. Like it's really difficult for him to fit into their offense. And I think Zach Levine is the antidote to what they are missing and or what is plaguing them, really. And I think the other thing is Shea Gilgis Alexander has has really become an incredible player. I mean, he is this is as well as I've ever seen him play. And the 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 other part is Chet and, and SGA play really well together. And I think Joe and that supporting cast of characters in OKC really fit well together. And I, I don't think this is an indictment on Josh Giddy. I think he's a great player, but he is miscast in OKC now because of Chet Holmgren. And I don't, I don't, I don't think they they forecasted that. Um, but I think it's going to be very difficult to ignore that as the season goes on. And as you get to the playoffs, I think you're going to have to be much more aware, much more cognizant of how you use Josh Giddy. But I think they could absolutely land a Zach Levine. Um, I think that's the kind of score they need. It'll be interesting to see what the Bulls do because there's not a lot of people who believe I think they would rather have Zach Levine than DeMar DeRozan, mainly because DeMar doesn't trust them, and DeMar told them, I'm not signing an extension until the future's clear. We he Because DeRozan and Levine don't like playing together. That's I mean, that much is very clear. Yeah, the vibe on the floor is not correct when they play together. One other thing I, I, I think is really interesting in the NBA right now, does is are you guys into this midseason tournament thing? Most fans, I don't think, have embraced it as something special. I think they see it as the alternative uniform thing. Like I think, the city edition. 
Yeah, I think that is the um I think that's it. Yeah, you know, I mean like, I think the floors are the floors are cool, but the problem is there's not you're not playing for anything. You, I mean you're playing for money, but fans don't give a damn about money. Nobody cares about, oh, well, NBA players who are already some of the richest athletes are going to make more money. Cool. What else is new? Yeah. Nobody cares about money in terms of the fan base and TV viewership. What we care about is playoff seating. What we care about is, you know, first round buys, you know, getting, you know, getting, getting an advantage in the postseason based on your uh, in-season tournament performance. You know, the Clippers are already eliminated out of their group. Uh, because they've lost every single in-season tournament game so far. Like, they don't care. Yeah, I think it is really interesting to see how all this plays out. And what will what will this turn into? Because I don't think this is it right now. And it'll evolve. They'll, they'll evolve it. They'll change it. They'll they'll make it more, you know, more meaningful to, to teams. Because I think if you said, hey, you know, if you win the in-season tournament, or based on standings where you finish in the in-season tournament, uh, that could play out in the postseason in some form or fashion. I mean, that's what you have to do because that's what guys care about, you know? And and I think that, you know, for guys like James Harden, he doesn't give a damn about the in-season tournament. He's just Boy, trying to figure out how to play with the Clippers. Don't look now. He looks really good. He yeah, looks really good. They look really bad, though. They do. They look awful. And Tyrese Maxey and Joel are absolutely bawling right now in Philly. I've always so, warned you about Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, I mean, he's always been a scorer, but now he's getting his chance. He's taking advantage. Best team you've seen in the NBA? Mm, I mean, I think Philly's certainly there. The Lakers last night. With the way that Anthony Davis yeah. and LeBron James defended last night, I think that's... They won't get it because Anthony Davis will be hurt. But I think Minnesota's had some moments of greatness. Anthony Edwards is playing his ass off. Him and Draymond last night was amazing. 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 I think the Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA. I mean, the the way – I'm not a Jalen Brown guy, but the way that they have come together has been remarkable. Like, they're moving up. You know, I think the most disappointing team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I, it is shocking to me, shocking to me, how bad the Cleveland Cavaliers are. It it's wild. I think Don is is now cementing himself as a second or third tier player in the league. He's just not. He's not the guy. He he is not the guy. He which is really guy. disappointing. He is not the guy. I I would agree with that. All right, let's get some of your comments. Um, Jeff Woodward. God, God, dang it! It's snowing again, and that kid is back on the escalator. I I don't understand. What am I missing? Uh, I've never seen a spread where the line was never up. How do you do? How do you do? Okay. Hey, what does that mean? I have no idea. Uh, Douglas, as a Michigander and alum, I can confidently say not concerned. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've never seen a school with three concurrent level one investigations. It doesn't happening. concern you. The FBI is on your campus, dude. It doesn't concern you at all. That you're being looked at in an ongoing FBI investigation. If you're going to sit here and say you're not concerned, then you are you don't give a damn about the football program or the result or like what's going to happen to Jim or any of these guys. I think this is just Michigan fan bloviating and puffing their chest out. And 
Uh, John Campbell, I give my 401k to see Monty and the boys in a debate room with the Michigan podcast. We don't do podcasts. So. Yeah. Yeah. The Michigan podcast who's been wrong. Like, we get this with... All kinds. Don't even give them credit. All the big stories, you have these guys that are just out chasing views, and they're wrong about everything. The 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 Lockdown Network, I think, is a scam. I truly do. I think it's a, a huge scam. Um, I think you look at how little credibility any of their shows have. I think you look at how little actual credible content comes out of those shows. I think you look at the Wolverine talking heads. I think there's just so little credibility. And again, none of them deny that they cheated and none of them deny the scandal. Yet they don't think they should be punished for it. Okay. Cool, man. Enjoy your podcast. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out. Jake can make his entrance driving a milk truck like Kurt Angle. Okay. Yeah, again. You know. Entrance for what? Mike though? Smith. Mid-season tournament sounds stupid. Yeah, it hasn't been good. I, conceptually speaking, I love it. But if you're not playing for anything, it doesn't matter. The courts and the jerseys, that's all fine and dandy, man. But, but. I'm here for seven game series where we're playing to go to the NBA finals. That's what I'm here it's for. It's a marketing tool. That's what it is. It's a marketing tool. Period. That's it. The whole thing. That's it. Jim Choi, Clippers winless after James Harden started playing and he looks spectacular. I don't think that's James Harden's fault. I mean, I, I think he's the easy scapegoat because he's the new addition, but he's been he's actually been pretty good for them. Uh, they need to have playoff seating advantage. Money ain't it. 500K is a lot. I agree, but not. Uh, but why not add guaranteed auto bid into the playoffs? Yeah, I don't know. Why? I, I, that's not a terrible idea. Who knows? You know. Uh, Jim Choi. Nobody cares about NBA or NHL in November, December, and January. Oh, I disagree with that. I think the NBA, early season NBA, almost every single season determines a playoff spot determines hey, you know, like absolutely it matters. Gumby fresh out. I wish I could get paid to watch basketball. Me too. Same. Me too. That would be amazing. Uh, car wash channel. The worst team in the NBA is the Grizzlies. They are two and nine. The jazz are not far behind that. Like the jazz need to make a trade desperately. And, and, and look, I agree with you guys. JC can score with the best of them. That doesn't mean he's a great fit on your team anymore. And he is a, a, a dwindling trade asset. What happens? Let me ask you this. Ever cross your mind, Jazz fan? What happens if Jordan Clarkson has a season-ending injury? What happens if his value gets diminished? Mm. Then we can see what, you know, then we can see how much regret there is not moving him at the deadline last year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, the Jazz are bad. Washington's bad. The Pistons are bad. The Bulls are bad. Charlotte's bad. Yeah. The East is not good. Like, at least Memphis, San Antonio, Portland, it's a little surprising the Clips are this bad. I think they'll turn it around. But San Antonio has what they need in they it's time that's all they need that's all they need uh the christie are you concerned that the fbi is in the building investigating the jake cheating scandal i listen you've got to stop being unfaithful 
All right, let's talk about Jake cheating it. Um, I didn't cheat, dude. Virtual golf. I didn't cheat. So Jake hits a tree in virtual golf today. Okay, fuck you. I didn't hit any tree. As far as I'm concerned, the ball went right through the tree. Well, there's no doubt it went through the tree and rolled within five feet of the hole. Yeah, so it's a great golf shot. So I don't hit a tree, roll within a foot of the hole. Mm -hmm. I believe it was 1.7. I have to chip the same distance as Jake. He gets a birdie. He gets a birdie, I get a bogey. <laughs> it's called virtual golf. You're a terrible loser. I'm going to flip this table over you and kick you in the face. You are an absolutely awful loser. My guy's over here like, I don't understand how to aim this damn thing. This is ridiculous. I was so pissed. So we were playing virtual golf Pebble Beach. And this is at a driving range outdoor. You know, you're not on an indoor simulator. So it's a little bit different because, you know, you're just hitting to an open driving range. And they have some targets around the range that correspond with the, you know, the virtual simulator or whatever. But they're not exactly perfectly accurate. Look, Harbaugh, take it easy. My point is I'm hitting like bombs off the tee. 200 yards. That's how Trackman saw it. Jake, like, shanks one right. They give him 300 yards right down the middle of the fairway. Right? Am I wrong? Yes. Yeah, actually, I am wrong. The one, though, you shanked it. I Okay. He shanks I this I am ball. the slice king. Okay? I hit a slice. Baseball, swing, and a golf club. Get it. Okay, cool. So, I know how to play the slice effectively, though. So, I can put my slice where I want to put it most times. So this time we were playing That's Pebble a felony, Beach. By the way, well, careful. don't 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 talk to me, man. Uh, <laughs> this hole we were playing Pebble Beach. Don't know what hole it is. It's an ocean hole. Ocean on the left, par five. On the right, par five. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna bend this thing around the coast. We're gonna get right back into the fairway. Forward. Yeah. And so, of course, what do I do? I play too far left to accommodate the right hand hook slice. And so, and what do you, I get? He hits a shank. You topped a forward left. With a little turn in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is an ocean cliff. You're going in the water. Penalty stroke. Did it go in the water? No. It went right down the middle through the high rough and right up onto the green. I'm for real. I hit I'm a, for real. I hit a five wood or hit a five iron. 210 yards. Please continue falls off the cliff the the next the next hole another ocean hole i hit a muff in four wood that was 260 yards rolling through the fairway and all of a sudden what does it do stops right next to the cliff they say it fell over the cliff. It did, it's sitting in the fucking fairway. Takes me the fuck off. It's sitting in the fairway. Suckmyass.com. Out of bounds. Penalty stroke. Minus two. And it's very powerful. <laughs> and it was sitting in the grass. They're like, nope, went over the cliff. I'm like, it's, ba, 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 ba. it's right there in the it's right there in the grass. Yeah, we don't see it. Go what you know. the fuck yeah. does one thing yeah. have it's over to the do cliff. With the I don't care if it's in the grass. Suck it. Right, like, here, take it. See ya. 
it was I was so mad. Yeah, so you lost today. You were 10 over. Yeah, but one hole and, I was and seven I, over. And I was one under, and I'm the best. You were not one under. What? You were plus 69. Texas me. It was so frustrating. It was just incredibly frustrating. Virtual and- golf is absolutely unrealistic. There's no question. And and I don't give a damn who you are. And I agree. Trackman's awesome. You know, I, I absolutely will be a guy one day when I own a home. In my basement, I will have a Trackman set up. No question about it. However, when you're playing track, man, you have to understand that, hey, you, you got to hit a slice. Yeah, you gotta, and when you, you hit a you slice, change the aim no, like you would Now, listen, golf. if you hit it straight like you do, fat ass, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Like are. I hit, and I'm hitting my irons really well right now. Mm-hmm. Straight right down the middle. Nope, that's off to the right. Sorry, you're in the ocean again. <laughs> Killed a whale. Straight to, straight to the shower. Don't drop the soap, bro. Yeah, it was a sperm whale too, dude. Like, right down the middle. They're like, nope, too far right. Look, I'm screwed. And then there's this guy, right? On the famous Tiger Woods hole where he hit it around a tree. No, this guy, this guy hits a forward short. Hits the rocky cliff. The computer says, oh, it's Jake. Okay. <laughs> Man, dude, we, we thought it was pudgy ass. It's not. It's Jake. So the ball hits the cliff, pops up, and goes right to the green. Me. I hit the same spot. What happened to mine? Not gone fishing, fat ass. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so, so mad. Fucked. Yeah, I was. You're oh, so my fucked. God. Thankfully, we were out of balls. Well, Jake never had any balls. But the point is, we were out of balls at that point. I want to thank me. We had to go. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. Bro. I want to thank me for. Bro. You keep believing in you. I'm just not. Kimmy. I am not here for it. I was so mad about that track man thing today. Right. I just, yeah, I was going to lose my mind. All right. All right. That's it. A week from now, we'll be in Hawaii. Don't forget, we're off next week. You guys, it's not too late to take advantage of the bucked up uh, Black Friday sale, which is happening right now. Did we have anybody enter the contest? Nope. Not that I saw. Because like 50 people entered yesterday. Yep. Uh, Early Black Friday sale right now at buckedup.com for about the next six hours. Use the promo code SPORTS50. You get 50% off your entire purchase. Everything is 50% off right now. Open to the public. SPORTS50 is your code. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.